There we go. Hey guys, welcome back to the Anime Collector and the OCA podcast. Um, as you can tell, things are a little bit different right now. I'm not in my office with uh, my anime collection because I'm in California, staying at my in-laws' house uh, for Anime Expo. So, um, tomorrow's day zero, which means that things are going to be, I don't know, this podcast might not be as long as the last two, which have been like three, four hours. Anyway, uh, how's it going, Augie? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, can, can, can you tell that I'm super sunburned? Oh, let me swap it over to you. I'm looking at me. Oh, not really. Yeah. I see a little I, red, uh, but... I have this trick. My hair is sticking up. Oh, who cares? <laughs> I have this trick uh, where you put apple cider vinegar all over your sunburn. Like you, it, it was really funny because um, I mean, it's a sunburn. It's a burn. It hurts. Uh, and I, I took uh, paper towels and put apple cider vinegar all over it. And I, like you know, you put one here some here's i looked like i was doing like a method cosplay of uh makoto shishio for roni kenshin who had the the serious burns (laughs) so but uh but that works that like really crazy well works um when you have a bad sunburn is just i don't i don't know what it does it feels like a chemical burn it hurts like hell but it turns a sunburn into a tan i don't know how but um i did that (laughs) Uh, so basically I leave that on for like 10 minutes, um, at the minimum. Uh, sometimes I leave it on for like an hour and a half. Um, but this time I was, I was rushing through Demon City Shinjuku <laughs> today. Um, so I was watching stuff while I had like the stuff all over my face. Uh, so I only kept it on for about 15 minutes or so. Uh, and then, you know, aloe vera and then I had this, um, hemp based, uh, salve that i was putting on it anyway but salve has to be a san San francisco treat there (laughs) well uh it's funny because after after everything was said and done my wife gave me this really gentle like stuff she could use during her pregnancy um moisturizer and that did like like miles more than everything else i did but anyway so uh, i've got a couple things i need to say Right off the bat, so the first thing I want to say, and I'm going to bring this up again further on, is uh, tomorrow's day zero. So believe it or not, they actually have a day negative one at Anime Expo this year. Um, So that was today. Uh, Tomorrow's day zero. I don't technically have to go because I've already got my badge, but uh, I'm going to go. Um, it's, It's kind of complicated. Basically, my wife and I go to Anime Expo every year because we met there. It's literally our anniversary uh, we started dating on the 4th of July back in 2006. We got married on the 4th of July back in 2011, and we still went to Anime Expo even though we were getting married that year. Um, and uh, we basically we buy our tickets on July 5th. You know, so as soon as they go on sale, we get them because we know we're going to go to Anime Expo. It's how we celebrate our anniversary every year. So anyway, um, we bought the tickets, and then now my wife is six months pregnant, and I didn't want to sit in line. Um, well, let, let me put it this way. The the Anime Expo lines where they have you sit uh, on – is that Pico? I, I think it's Pico. Well, I can't remember. It's, it's the street where they have you, you sit is like – it's covered in hobo pee, <laughs> and you're in line with a bunch of people who haven't bathed in like 
their whole life. So that's uh, pretty awful. I didn't want my wife to be stuck there. So um, I bought the premium passes this year for us so that we could skip that. But I'm going on day zero anyway, because I gave the passes I originally bought to two other people who were going to go anyway, um, because I got them for the lowest price they they were, you know, like 65 bucks for all four days. Um, and I was saving them a bunch of money. So I'm going to go tomorrow to make sure that, um, that there's nothing wrong with the, them getting the badges because they originally registered in my name and, you know, they got some sort of weird policy there. Um, but the reason I'm bringing this up and I'm kind of stalling a little bit because I wanted more people <laughs> to, uh, to tune into the podcast is that um, uh, I'm planning on going towards the afternoon. I'm going to go sometime in the afternoon, um, maybe one or a little bit later than that. And I'm going to have a little fan meetup uh, with Mr. Nice Guy, who I'm going to be carpooling with. And um, and so I'm hoping to uh, see you guys if you guys, you know, happen to be there and you're picking up your badges. You know, we're thinking about just going out and grabbing a drink or something. And uh, and yeah, I'm going to bring this up again. Uh, so I also want to say, while we're on the subject and we're sort of waiting for people to filter in, that today is what, the 29th? Yeah. So today's the 29th. Tomorrow's the 30th. That's day zero. Um, Mr. Nice Guy uh, has basically stated that if he gets 2,000 subscribers by the time Anime Expo rolls around, that he's going to do a review of Clannad. And he's like 87 away from that. So uh, do me a solid and go over to his channel if you haven't already and go subscribe. And while you're at it, Spoiler Alert Podcast is also only like 40 subscribers away from 2,000. So if you guys could uh, could at least go over there and check them out, uh, that would be awesome. And sure. uh, anyway, that's that's pretty much this intro. Go ahead. I, I, I just want to say um, I do recognize that in our last podcast, I had way too much caffeine right before the podcast and I would I was just a real chatterbox so I'm going to try to let Augie talk a lot more <laughs> this time around so go ahead Alrighty, already for day negative one for AWA do they have like swap meets or quote unquote flea market or other people to try to sell their stuff kind of like you how mean, AWA does sorry okay yeah just to clarify you you meant anime expo you started out you said AWA twice when you're referring to Anime Expo, and then you said like AWA. So um, okay. I don't know. I've never, I've never been to Day Negative One. Um, I think this is the first year they had it. Um, they're under new management. Um, Anime Expo is, or I guess they went under new management last year. And there's this. I don't want to get too hardcore into this, uh, just because, not because I'm afraid to talk about it but because I'm afraid I won't shut up about it if we talk about it. But basically um, last year they went under new management and they had this very uh, SJW uh, friendly like CEO or whatever. Um, so last year on the back of the badges, they had like, uh, do you need a safe space? Come find our mascot. You know, and it was just, it was a little bit, it was a little bit, bizarre like it just kind of felt like they were sort of invading the convention um and then i will say that while i was there last year like i, I didn't even realize i i learned about them being under new management this year and i realized like okay so last year's fiasco makes sense but what happened last year is there was a ton of security theater uh and what, what i mean by that is that there was a bunch of 
convention staff, not AX staff, convention staff that were on like high alert and, and just preventing you from, uh, yes, <laughs> um, preventing you from, uh, hey, FDDNM and Danny, it's good to have you guys here. Uh, but there's a there's a lot of uh, security theater going on where they were preventing people from going places. Like, let me put it this way. I've gone to AX since, since 2006. In 2006, it was at the Anaheim Convention Center. In 2007, it was in Long Beach. And every single year after that, it was in um, Los Angeles. So I know the LA Convention Center really well now. You know, I've really... Uh, got the layout down, um, and there's a thousand ways to get from point A to point B wherever you're going. You know, there's all sorts of shortcuts. There's all this stuff you can do. It's really um, easy to get around. Um, and uh, anyway, so um, they had all this security theater where normally it's like, okay, so everybody's going down from Kensha Hall over to the West Hall. They all go this one way. We know that all you got to do is go under these stairs and go out this door, walk around the outside of the building, get back in. And it's like you're you're cutting through all this stuff and it's it's just way more efficient. Right. And there's a couple of people who are veterans of the convention who know these little tricks and they they cut down on the overall traffic by knowing these other shortcuts, you know. Because letting people pick their own path allows, you know, the paths to be less crowded. Right. And. Last year, we went and this lady's like, oh, no, you can't go this way. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, no, nope, we can't let you through this door. And I'm like, why? And she she gave me this response. I'll never forget this shit. Well, you know, the state that the world's in right now. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, like you think that terrorism or like what on earth are you even talking about? It's going to happen. That, that you, a middle-aged woman who's not carrying a gun or anything is going to, it, it needs to stand here and stop me from going through this door. You know, and, and as politely as I possibly could bring myself to do, uh, I talked to her and I said, so why are you, what is your, you know, being stationed here, stopping people from going through this door, what is that accomplishing in terms of protecting us? I understand if you want to stop people from coming in through this door from the outside. I mean, I still think that that's BS and it's not really doing anything to, to, to help us or, um, you know, I, I don't think it's a good idea, but I could understand, you know, you wanting people to go in through the main way because, you know, baggage check and all that, sure. Uh, but why are you stopping us from going out this way, you know? And, you know, again, she just gave me that that line about the state of the world and whatnot. So I just said, look, I want you to understand something here. In the name of keeping people safe, you're forcing everybody to go down to West Hall through one passageway. So it's overcrowded. You know, people are a lot more likely, um, you know, to get trampled in, in an event, you know, have people fall down, you know, because there's, there's just a lot going on. Everybody's got their cosplay weapons and everything. So anyway, I basically just said that in the name of keeping us safe, you're making us less safe, you know, and she's like, okay, you make a great point. Uh, I'm glad that you brought this up. I'll definitely talk to, um, you know, my superiors or whatever. Um, and then later on, I think the next day, we had this thing and I'm, I'm going to just tell the story real quick, but um, whenever I go to Animex, I always go really early so that I can park my car in the parking garage. Uh, and then I, I, I want to get a spot really close to the, to the convention, like the entrance to the, to the convention area so that I can go to the exhibit hall shop during the, uh, you know, while I'm at the exhibit hall, take loads of stuff back to the car, drop it off in the trunk and go right back in, you know, 
I spend a lot more money there if I have that option. Um, and in the past, it's been like, okay, you get there super early, you get a great parking spot, you go right in before the, you know, the exhibit hall is not open, there aren't any panels, you're there early, you just walk around, you know, you just take it in. Uh, last year, it's like, no, you can't come in. You can't come in until eight o'clock or whatever. Like they won't even let you into the convention, um, like, you know, the center, right? And that was really frustrating. But then midway through the day, I'm, I go up to this, um, to this woman who was standing guard basically at, at the parking uh, area. And I said, okay, if I go in here, uh, are you going to let me come back out? Because we had already had somebody where we went to drop stuff off at the car. And when we came back, he's like, no, 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 you can't come in this way. You have to go around. Right. So I said, like, are you going to let us back in? She's like, yeah, of course. I'm like, okay, well, the last time we went to the parking garage, they wouldn't let us back in. She's like, oh, no, no, don't worry. I'll be here. So my wife, um, Samurai Jeff, myself, and somebody else, we went down there. Um, we dropped uh, stuff off at the car. My wife and the other person, I think it was actually Jake, uh, who made a very brief appearance in the last grab bag video. He didn't bring any water. <laughs> and he, he basically um, died. No, not really. But, you know, he, he wasn't available to continue. Uh, with that video because he just he dehydrated himself but anyway they they left and went back in um jeff and i drank some more water and really hydrated before we left the girl shift change happened while we were at the car so when my wife and jake they got back into the convention center no problem we came back and there was a guy there and he's like no you can't come in here you got to go out it's figueroa not pico that's the word that's the one i was thinking of it's figueroa you got to go out on figueroa right so this created a huge problem because figueroa is where people line up in the zigzag and we already have our badge right but we had to we had to leave the parking garage go out to figueroa and we're stuck between these people, you know, going through the, the lines constantly moving. And it's like, people are like, you know, don't cut in line. So it's like, we, we literally have our badge. Just let us pass, you know? Um, so I actually went to the complaints department that year. Um, this was last year. And I said, look, you know, your security theater is sickening. This is complete BS. This is, this is stupid. Right. And uh, to their credit, the very next day, things were improved. It was almost like back to normal. I was so impressed that I actually went to the complaints department again and gave them a formal compliment. Like I filled out the whole thing. It was amazing how much better it was. So hopefully this year um, uh, is better. You know, hopefully they, you know, keep things going from last year uh, from, you know, the feedback I gave them. I, I, I'm going to take credit for it. It probably wasn't just me, but <laughs> I'm going to take credit for, for how much better the experience was. And hopefully it's okay. Although I will say that there is a panel I'm going to try to go into just to see it. I might record it. I don't know, but there's, they have a panel called queering up the con that I'm planning to go to and another sort of SJW sounding panel. I'm just curious. I have to go to it. But um, anyway, so now, now that I've got my story out of the way, um, uh, to answer your question, I don't know if they have a swap meet there, um, but they do have panels at day zero this year. Um, but there are things like, there's like a, a lecture on Evangelion or something. So um, why don't you go ahead and tell us about uh, Hamacom? Hamacom is in Huntsville, Alabama. And it's near the, that's the area where I live in. So a local con to me, uh, kind of small, but still growing or staying at a steady pace. This year's theme for the convention was fantasy. The uh, dealer's room, let's get up a bit, 
dealer's room was uh, if you're looking for candy, you're good. If you're looking for stuffed animals, you're good. If you're looking for common figs, you're probably good. If you wear a size small shirt, you're good. There were no DVDs, but you know, they will stock up on a little candy. The panels were amazing this year. Uh, we got one of the people that, that translates a lot of the stuff. I would have to look, look at my phone to get his name again. He's the one that's been translating uh, Legends of Galactic Heroes. Oh, nice. George Mankin. I mean, he started like way in the early 90s. So he's also credited for um, translating Captain Tyler. Mm. So I went to his Charge Wing 10 panel, which was amazing, and I cannot wait for that show to finally be available for me to watch. Um, his terrible anime, or his uh, horrible anime panel, which he's, he calls it the totally lame anime panel. He usually does it at AWA. It was nice to see it locally. Granted, I've already seen what he's shown. <laughs> and uh, an anime paradise panel where you try to name stuff that he hasn't seen or something really good that he, that he can talk about and share more interest with the viewers. Also at this panel, I attended a 18-plus uh, voice acting panel. There to host it was the main character of, uh, what do you call it, Yuri on Ice, the English dub, the guy who did the English dub. So it was my turn to get up there. They had us choose like random situations or you can look through and choose what you want. I chose randomly. The one I got was uh, eating, trying to eat a huge sandwich. So of all the things to imitate or to voice act with, I chose the red guy from Cow and Chicken. When I was done with that, everyone was cr crying, screaming, jumping on the chairs, bowing, clapping, hollering, whistling. And I earned that blow pop that night. Do you want to give us? Do you want to give us uh, that impression? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> um, maybe a little later in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so put you on the spot. It's all of a sudden really hard to do it. I understand. Um, so I want to answer real quick. Uh, FDDNM said, uh, Anime North has a stupid flow pattern that you can't just walk through a simple walkway and said you have to exit the building and re-enter. That's exactly how AX was when it was in Long Beach. And I swear to God, it was the worst thing in the world because you'd, like, uh, as I just said, the, the ideal system is go to the exhibit hall, uh, get a bunch of stuff, go to the car, drop it off, come back to the exhibit hall. At, at the Long Beach one, the exit from the exhibit hall puts you in this huge parking lot. Like, think like Disneyland parking or parking at like a baseball stadium or something um and you have to like find your car <laughs> put the stuff away and it's i swear it felt like you were walking a mile just to get back to the entrance it was ridiculous but uh anyway i just wanted to i wanted to chime in there about that um should we talk about the the poll which poll that facebook poll, poll. facebook poll we should address right now that uh, today we have to talk about um, speed graffer uh, a little bit a little bit more in depth because we did talk about it a little bit um, 
last week, but we were going to say like we're, you know, cause we didn't really give you guys a chance to watch it before we were going to talk about it. So um, we're going to do speed grapher, demon city, Shinjuku and wicked city. Uh, the latter of those two, I finished today. <laughs> so they're very fresh in my mind. Um, and then we, we set up a poll uh, because I'm in California for anime expo. Um, I'm basically only going to get one week worth of, of time to prepare for the next podcast because the first week I'll be here. Um, so we've decided to do three movies uh, for the next one. Uh, then, you know, the next podcast, which will be on uh, July 13th, uh, where we're going to talk about shows that we watch um, over that time. So anyway, we have a poll on the Facebook group, which I'm going to try to put in the chat right now. Oh, good. It worked. Um, so you guys should be able to to click on that link if you haven't already, um, uh, you know, gone to that poll. And I just want to clarify that. Uh, let me let me read you guys the options. Um, so the options are. Let's see. I can do them off the top of my head. Aura, Koga, uh, Mariuin's Last War is one of the options. Dagger of Kamui, Go Nagai World. And then we've got two options that are a wild card which honestly we only did this because we we couldn't fit uh more than um five options in our in our original poll that we we're going to do through youtube cards and it just evolved this way but we've got uh the anime collectors wild card pick and augie's wild card pick um so do you think we should uh do you think we should give them some chance, some time to to vote on this, or do you think we should explain the whole wild card thing, or how do you think we should do this? Well, you only explain the wild card thing if someone's about to win a car. Uh, let's give them about twenty more minutes, okay? Um, unless they say otherwise. Um, were we able to pick up anything lately? Yeah, uh, right before the podcast started, I remembered I ran upstairs. Um, I went to book office, like my favorite place to shop, um, in, uh, Southern California. And I picked up uh, sailor victory. So th I picked up other stuff, but this is what I have to show on camera, uh, because the other stuff is in, uh, my house in Arizona. Uh, but I can tell you, uh, or actually I'll do this. Hold on. Let's see if I can do this. Uh, share screen application. <sighs> Okay, make it difficult. Let me put that here. Sorry, I'm doing the, um, what do you call it? The, you know how um, Mac, Mac has the multiple window thing? You gotta be kidding me. All right, I'm just gonna tell you, <laughs> this isn't worth it. So um, this is kind of a blur because Augie and I talked uh, a, a good, we, we, we do podcasts for like three to four hours and then after the podcast is over, we continue to talk for like another three to four hours. So I don't remember how much of this got into the last podcast. I don't think um, Pretty Maid Cafe and Cat Girl Kiki and all that, I don't think that ended up in the the last podcast, did it? Nah, no uh, Pretty Maid Girl Cafe, no Cat Girl Kiki or the... Living doll, Legend of okay, the so doll. You're showing him. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I was looking. Yeah, Legend of the doll. Um, so yeah, we found those. Oh, you showed me Cat Girl Kiki, I think after the last podcast, and we we investigated it a little bit. Found out it was part of a trilogy. Uh, we well, also I knew it was part of a trilogy. Just uh, I didn't know. 
what the other two were. look up uh, Asian Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Asian was it Asian Pulp Fiction or Asian Pulp Cinema? Asian Pulp Cinema. Okay. Um, yeah, so we we found those. Uh, so that's one thing we got, and then I picked up. Uh, I don't know if I don't think you actually have these. Hold on, let me give me one second to try to figure out if I can. I'm trying to move this into the next window because of the way that the uh, it won't let me. Well, as because you figured that out, let me get let me take some of the screen. So uh, okay, kind of slanted in the background is a recent thing that I finally completed collecting. Yeah, it's not like it. Happens to be all of uh, zero Sweet. zoids. Nice. Do you have the Do you have the chaotic uh, warp? I do. All fourteen. Yep. Oh, um, wow. I I got really lucky. Somebody was selling them that uh, mentioned that they were they sold them for a really good price because they claimed that they didn't come from a smoke free environment. And I bought them because they were such a good price. I thought, you know what? At the at the very least, I can make a video about it, and I eventually did about smoke damage. Um, and they all they did smell. They did smell of cigarettes. But I I bought a uh, as I mentioned in that video, I bought a, uh, a case only of one of them. Um, so I could compare and contrast to see like how the color looked and everything. And it looked perfect. Like they look great. They just smelled a little bit. Um, and now they don't smell at all. Like enough time has gone by that, that they, they've just dissipated. So, so I got very lucky there. Very fortunate. Now, if the white taste, if the white case turned brown, then you're in for deep trouble. But what's magical about me getting these is when I got them, they were quote unquote used, but they're still sealed. Yeah, that's the best. So I've got two other things here that I bought, but they're not really. I, I bought bootlegs from a from a place that I like to shop here that I knew was going to have them, because I'm I'm moving up in the in the uh, series and I'm preparing for the uh, for the next set of videos. So I bought this bootleg of uh, Detonator Organ. Oh wow! And this one of heck if I know I don't know the, I don't know what this one is I, I've just I've just come to the realization that, that that this bootleg where they've got like that metal case that that slides out and it's got like the clear thing on the back with the discs and the hub uh, that these are always uh, written in Japanese like they're, they're not um, they come with Chinese and English subtitles but the the title of the show is always just in Japanese um, so anyway just to just to finish up what I was saying before about the things that I got, um, we ended up getting we 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 learned in the last uh, podcast that the discotheque release of that anime Karate Master is actually like the the show Karate Master is actually based on um, the life of an actual uh, you know karate martial artist, right? Uh, and it turns out that it's Sonny Chiba's mentor. And there's a live-action film trilogy acted out by Sonny Chiba. So I picked those up. Uh, the, I guess the first one is uh, called Karate Bullfighter. And I'll show these again when I get back uh, home. Uh, Karate Bullfighter, Karate Bear Fighter, and another one called uh, Karate for Life. Uh, I also got My Love Story, a uh, complete collection um, 
what is it, the limited edition of the premium version or whatever from Sentai Filmworks during their sale. That was the pricing on that was ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculously good. Um, Shane says he got Kimigori Orange Road box set for oh, fifty bucks last week. That's pretty good. Not gonna lie, I think I spent three hundred for that. So, <laughs> um, Kim Sealed. Okay, so FDG just says he, he's recalling an event or something like that happened to him with the used things that are still sealed. Uh, so FDGM, you say I anticipate Discotech will license it. Oh, you're talking about Kimigori Orange Road. Uh, yeah, they probably will. That seems like oh, something yeah. that they would. West Pony Canyon does something stupid. Oh God, don't even don't even put that in the air. No, they did release uh, Kimigori Orange Road. FDGM uh, asked uh, if my copy of uh, my love story had a crack in the bottom uh, because. Behind the scenes, he and I talk a lot. And uh, he, how many did you have? Was it was it two or three? Um, where they ended up? Uh, it's I've had it happen with Sentai. I don't. It's just Sentai. I think it's something to do with their quality assurance not being up to par. Stuff is getting through. But the bottom, like, of the art box, I've, I'm sure I've talked about this numerous times on the podcast. But the bottom of the, if you imagine this is the the art box, the bottom right here has like a rip in the um, paper that goes over, you know, the paper cover, it has a rip going across the bottom. Um, and I've had it happen two or three times. Um, once with Chunibio, uh, and once with, um, Parasite, the Maxim. Um, yeah, so he says to at least, um, there goes my alarm to take out the garbage, but I, obviously I'm not going to do that because I'm not even in the same state. Um, yeah, so, I got that. I also got a gin and I got Stratos Infinite Stratos 2, which was in a ridiculous size set. I should have I shouldn't have picked that one up. Uh it was it was one of those again, like it's it's like my love story where my love story's box set is like two hundred bucks and I got it for like eighty-nine, you know? So it's one of those things where I, I couldn't not do it, you know. Um, same thing for Infinite Stratos 2 or whatever it was, but that one ended up, like I said, it was just in a one of those enormous cases. <sighs> anyway, when, uh, Monster Girls is supposed to be released. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, for a second, I was thinking about. Uh... Oh, did you mention that too? I, I sorry. Uh, FDM says, "Remember when I mentioned Infinite Shadows too?" I don't remember that. I don't remember you mentioning that. Uh, I don't know when Monster Girls is supposed to be released. I'd like to know when. Um... I think uh, on the uh, YouTube feed, I'm the only one being shown. So, <laughs> sorry, say that again. I'm watching the YouTube feed, and it's just me on there. Oh, oh sorry, I got the thing on, dude. I'm so tired. I don't know how. I don't know how Augie does this. Normally, when we do the podcast, I have just woken up. Like I, because I work at night in Arizona, so I usually have just woken up. I'm really refreshed. I, I down some coffee or something, and we're good to go. Um, right now I've had a very full day that involved, you know, going to the park, uh, walking like three miles, just, I've done a lot of stuff today, so I don't know how the heck you work a full day and then uh, <laughs> listen to me. It's this podcast starts at nine o'clock my time. It's 11 o'clock his time. I don't know how you do it, man. Well, the curse is really not, really not being tired, but waking up. 
Yeah. You get past the waking up part, it's a lot easier. Jump in the cold shower. I actually, I've actually, now that I live in Arizona, I found cold showers to be one of the most refreshing things on the planet. I would hope so. You live in the desert. It's Monster Masume. That's what it's called, right? Right. Yeah, so I was going to say, I don't know when that comes out. I am shocked that uh, Food Wars, uh, after all this time, I feel like I've seen it going back like five years, it feels like. on. I just see like memes of it and whatnot, like clips here and there. How is that not on DVD yet? Oh, dude. Um, Monster Masume is coming out on uh, the 25th of July, so it'll probably be okay. at Anime Expo. I already paid for the pre-orders, so I'm just waiting for mm-hmm. it to come. Looks like someone's yeah. been watching Galactic Railroad on the cast. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, buy it because it's uh, one of those ridiculous shaped ones again. I'm gonna give Sentai a piece of my mind. Is anybody? Hey, it's Mr. Nice Guy. Um, yeah, you guys I'm better just curious go, uh, to know what's in the boxes. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's some sort of toy. Maybe it's tissues. Who knows? I'll I'll send you the link right here, and you can just check it out for yourself. Well, there's they, a picture of it. Well, I remember it not being shown. It's like it's some sort of mystery. Maybe I misread well, it. Who knows? The picture has it like it's got a picture of the box and like everything that it comes with all around it. So I say the Anime News Network listening. Yes, I have seen Night on the Galactic Railroad. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned that. Mr. Nice Guy and I were talking earlier about a video that he's making um, regarding, like, you know, some top movies and stuff. And I was, that was one of the ones I thought about sending as a submission for you, uh, but I didn't bring it up because uh, I, I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was top list worthy, but it is good. Um, anyway, so I'm going to check now. I'm going to check now the, uh, the poll. The poll. Yeah, I'm gonna refresh it. All right, let's let's get let's get into that. So okay, so we've got we've got I think we I think we've had one vote since I posted on the video. That means the rest of you guys have certainly just already voted on the Facebook page. Thank you very much. Um, so I'm gonna explain now what the wildcard picks are. So um, for Augie's wildcard, why, why don't you go explain yours and then I'll, we'll get to mine. Oh, for mine, it's going to be one of, after, uh, you see how we do the randomized drawing, it's going to be one of the Dr. Slump movies. Yeah, so um, basically we were just coming up with what we're going to watch for our, we need to find a better name for this, but it's basically our anime book club, you know, Um, so we watch it every week and then talk about it, Uh, but anime club has sort of different connotations, so I don't like using that term, but uh, but for uh, we, you know, we were coming up with the the movies we were gonna do um, for what we were suggesting, like, hey, why don't we watch this? Why don't we watch that? Uh, and he picked Doctor Slump, and I'm like, which one? And he's like, uh, any of them. So we decided what we're gonna do for the wild card pick is we're gonna roll some dice, uh, and that's going to uh, that's gonna be how we choose which one of the Doctor Slump movies it is. So for my wild card pick, um, I actually, since I'm not at home, I went through my cataloging app and looked up like which movie do I want to <laughs> sit through, and I uh, so both of them start with A because I didn't get very far. Um, but uh, hold on, my wife just sent me something. But uh, the, the, the two that I'm picking are Amon Saga or Assemble Insert. So we're basically oh my god. 
uh, I don't want to share what my wife just sent me. It, it's a picture of uh, Brienne of Tarth and uh, his name Tormund, I think, from Game of Thrones, photoshopped onto the cover of a romance novel is the best way I can describe this. Oh, Except is that the that, guy with the missing hand? No, 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 that's... Um, but the missing hand is uh, Jamie Lannister. Uh, no, Tormund is the—he's the one, uh, the wildling with the with the red beard. With the wall. But anyway, uh, Brienne is on the man's body as well. Anyway, um, all right. So, yeah, the yeah. So FDM says that the the Amari Chan set uh, he got recently is the worst. No end label. Yes, I agree. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous dimensions. I agree. Jewel case for the DVDs. Have fuzz dust already in them? Really? Yes. Well, what they place it in is like this orange, fuzzy, egg carton-like placeholder. Are you that? Like I said, and then I, I think Letter people are now believing it. I'm going to have to get a standard edition to watch the show without worry of breaking. Am I, yeah. cool there. So, um. Here's something that some of you are going to be really happy that I mentioned. Uh, I just saw somebody talking about this. It was um, Jimmy was talking about this today on Facebook. Jimmy, the reader. <laughs> um, Riding Bean, high octane edition. Um, I think they're going to be shipping those out really soon. If you guys want to, if you haven't, if you didn't back the Kickstarter and you want to have that, you know, in your collection, you can still order it. Uh, uh, before they start shipping out. So I think they're shipping out on the 7th of July, something like that. Uh, so, you know, get on that if you don't, if you haven't already, you know, reserved your copy or whatever. Uh, and the reason I'm thinking about this is because FDNM said uh, the Umari Chan case doesn't have an end label. Um, I don't know what they ended up doing with that, but I was really, really disappointed when, while that campaign was going on, um, and, or not, I guess it was after the campaign had ended, but while they were in the process of creating it, Robert J. Wood had, had put out, like, uh, I know you just love his name. He had put out a, uh, uh, you know, like how the backers get a chance to have input on what, what sort of, what artwork they use and whatnot for the case. And they suggested, maybe we should remove the, the logo from the spine. And I'm like, don't you freaking dare. <laughs> Don't you dare <laughs> remove the logo from the spine. How is that better? <laughs> you got to leave this. I, I, if it doesn't have an end label, I'm going to be so stinking mad. <laughs> I absolutely hate that. Um, am I buying any figures at AX? Yes, I am. Naughty Senpai on, on uh, YouTube, who's a buddy of mine on Facebook, asked me to pick up something. And since I've got the... Uh, since I've got the premium pass, I get to go into the exhibit hall an hour early on the first day. So he asked me to buy, I'm going to send you guys the, the link. Uh, ooh, how do I, dang it. Hold on. <laughs> Copy image address. I don't know if I can send this to you. You know, I'm going to say, I, I, I don't think I can post it. Uh, Hold on. I, you know, okay. I'm going to stop. Okay. I'll do it this way. All right, I'm going to do a screen share. All right. Look at that. <laughs> okay. Uh, he wants me to buy this for him. 
uh, I don't know. Is it? Oh, Shantae? Shantae, yeah. is that how you? Yeah, I, yeah that's, I how you that's how it's pronounced. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about this, but uh, um, he wants me to buy this for him. Uh, he actually, when I went to Comic-Con, um, I, I mentioned in the WonderCon video that I went to Comic-Con one year, and the video did not come out well. Um, so uh, the same guy who who's asking me to to buy this, uh, I actually went to. Oh, here, if you guys want to see the <laughs> this is the the thing my wife sent me. Anyway, um, Ooh, that's scary. Yeah. Uh, so um, he asked me to pick up uh, the. Pokemon Adventure uh, con exclusive little art book um, at Comic Con. So that's actually one of the reasons why I went there. So a little side note. Um, also, since since my wife came up, uh, dropped her phone in the pool the other day. <laughs> um, so that was fun. I'm just gonna put my. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I had it so perfect. My my little. Uh, my little setup. Ah, oh, dude, I love this. Whatever, whatever they did to get to get that working. Okay, so now I got the chat. You guys can't see it, but it's awesome. Anyways, yeah. So my wife dropped her phone in the pool the other day, um, and uh, and to our surprise, it it survived. I had to jump in the pool fully clothed to get it, but um, but we managed to rescue it. We did the whole rice thing, which I guess worked. I mean. Uh, I don't know. People say people say that the rice thing isn't like there's better ways to it, like using silica gel or whatever. But who has that lying around, <laughs> you know? Um, anyway, <clears throat> oh, so we're talking about Shantae. Oh, yeah, just getting all right. So prompt comments about uh well first off the poll i said i mentioned uh, 20 minutes ago that we should stop it 20 yeah. minutes ahead so all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up the results again uh so let's see i can say with full certainty that not a single person voted for dagger of kamui because i was testing whether or not the poll could be accessed more than once and i voted for everything you know, so that it wouldn't throw off the results. <laughs> so there's one more than there actually were votes, and there's only one vote for Dagger of Kamui, so that must be mine. Okay, so the top vote is Anime Collector's wildcard pick, followed by a tie between Gonagai World and Augie's wildcard pick, which is actually pretty good, because um, it just means that we're going to do Gonagai uh, World and both of our wildcard pick um and those would be the three movies right is that is that uh do we agree on this okay I agree. so why don't we roll the dice and find out so let's see yours first which uh which all right can um, you pull, by any chance can you kind of do that temporary fix like i did last week or last time that we podcast i want you to pull up paint fix. and paint or some sort of word processor I'll tell you what values that I'm going to roll between for what movie and do a live roll so the audience can see. Okay, so you want me to have it already set up like this is what it's going to be and then we'll announce? Yep. As opposed to just saying, if it's these, then we'll do that? You're, well, you're going to have to say, say it out loud it. anyway. Well, if you're going to say it, you might as well have it written so people can, if they don't hear you, they'll know at least what values they are. 
anyway, and what's going to happen is I'm going to roll, roll a 20-sided die. Within certain values will be what, what move, what chance the movie it would be to land on that we'll watch. Right, and we're let's doing a 20-sided die because we're choosing between five movies. I said, let's use a regular die, and if it's the number six, he just rolls again. But he wants to make it a lot more complicated, so we're going to do that. <laughs> I do math for a living. Five does not divide into six. So I'm going to read comments here. FDDNM says, uh, speaking of Pokemon, he predicts the Pokemon Blu-ray will be announced at AX. They posted those in That's interesting. I have a Blu-ray of the first three Pokemon. Well, the first, some of the Pokemon movies, but they're they're for the bootleg series. I'll switch over to you. Show us the amazing yeah. role. So for what we're going to do for mine, just to fill up some of this dead air, um, is we'll do odds and evens um, for uh, for my pick. So I, let's do, let's see, 20-sided uh, die. Okay. So I guess, I guess the first movie work. would be one through four. The second movie would be like five through eight. Five through eight. The next movie, the third movie would be um, nine, nine through, 12. through twelve. Yeah, so just divide it by four, sure. and we'll find out. Yeah. So here we go. Please don't be the first. Oh, thank God! Yes. <laughs> this is the fourth movie. So I've, already, I've already seen the first two movies. I didn't want to have to sit through them again because I don't. I don't like having to sit. I don't like having to watch things twice uh, since I've got so much to get through uh, anyway. So it makes this a little bit better on me. All right. So for yours. Yeah, for mine. Okay, so hold on. Odds are going to be Amon um, Saga. Even are go will be assemble insert. I guess we're watching Assemble Insert. <laughs> Wait, oh, you just did, you did a regular day. I thought you were 20 sided again. <laughs> That's all right. Yes, yeah, sir. Okay, so the so the movies we're going to watch for the next podcast, just to clarify and, and get it out there, are Go Nagai World, which I'm going to have to buy at Anime Expo because I don't own it yet, uh, Assemble Insert, and the fourth Dr. Slump movie, uh, which I'm going to get the name of real quick. Just so that we have it. Is that the fourth? Yeah, thirteen. Because nine through twelve would have been. Yeah, been, so yeah. that is the secret of Nabanaka's castle. There you go. This is the one where Akira Toriyama finally gets his revenge against the dreaded Shonen Jump. <laughs> oh God, yeah. There's yeah. There's some funny stuff there. By the way, okay. So I, I, I'm I'm really pumped to talk about uh, the movies we watched uh, and also Speed Grapher. Is there anything you actually want? Because we kind of talked about Speed Grapher last week. We touched a little bit on Speed Grapher. Um, my thoughts on it, I enjoyed I enjoyed it as a show. I wouldn't say it's uh, Giver because he doesn't turn into a monster. But mm -hmm. I see some elements of that since you pointed it out. Um, 
every so often you'll see like a Kubrick uh, element in there. Like one one guy was literally the Beethoven who turned into the loudspeakers. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the like the atmosphere that it gave. It's Gonzo and and the early ones, so you have like the filtering effects that they would do, but it isn't as bad as like what they're doing with Fate Stay Night. Yeah, does anybody actually like Fate Stay Night? <laughs> I saw I the one from over. Yeah, I saw the one from like 2008, and I wasn't impressed. It was worth it just for the um, "I am the bone of my sword" monologue for the Unlimited Blade Works, and then when Gilgamesh showed up at the very end, it was like, okay, I'm glad I sat through this just for those scenes. But other than that, I was bored out of my skull throughout the whole thing. Um, <laughs> Shane says he tried to watch Speedgrapher, but he had to drop it. Um, to to uh, mature. <laughs> Augie thinks that uh, it's too mature for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't bad, uh, but um, I don't know. I, it's I liked it. Uh, I, I was it was different. It was really different. Um, I wish wish we had talked about it the last time because I wanted to talk about the actual box set. Um, the box that I have has, well, I, did I talk about this? I, so hard because we talk so much behind the scenes. Do you have the box set? No, I have the box uh, set, but I got all of the Viridian singles. Yeah. So um, when they originally released Speedgrapher, they released them with a standard edition and like a, not a director's cap, but like a special edition. Um, and I bought it at Anime Expo uh, one year. I, I can't remember if I talked about this or not, but basically there's this one booth where, where I buy a lot of stuff because they just have crazy good deals on things. I'm pretty sure I talked about this with just you, Augie. So anyway, I, they have these really good deals on things. So I bought the box set, and when I got home, I, I opened it. You know, And the box set is um, it's kind of like the Gurren Logan. No, not Gurren Logan. Trying to think, what other box set has has it where it's like the top separates from the bottom? You know what I mean. Uh, Gurnwagon had one of those that was more like a monster mouth. Yeah, I'm um, not talking about that. I'm talking not, about where like the top and the bottom are two separate not pieces. Not Votoms, but there was another one that had like a military shell that did that. If you um, if you pick it up the wrong way, the bottom will just fall out, basically. Um, so, but it, it had a it had a plastic sleeve that went over it that said speed grapher and the plastic sleeve is like, if you rotate it, Oh, blood plus yes. Blood plus. Thank you. Is, uh, is another one that's, that's like that, but it doesn't have like the, the, the clear plastic sleeve around it. Um, if you rotate that sleeve, no way that you rotate that does the text not like cover up the images in the worst possible way. So I'll show it to you guys another time when, when we're back in, uh, um, we're back in Arizona, but uh, um, yeah, I liked I liked the movie. It was or the show. It was really it was really uh, strangely gripping. You know, like it was oh, yeah. it was really um, they kept stringing you along in a way that was let's say it was titillating. Let's put it that way. Sure. Um, the only thing I didn't like about it is I didn't feel like there was a, a good enough answer as to what made the girl special. You know, 
Well, they did kind of explain it, but from what it's I understood, funny. it's just she was it's a, the result of an experiment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, and, and I thought that was weak. Let, let me put it this way. Um, I, I kind of am a big fan of movies just not explaining things. It's like, look, it's supernatural. That's the end. Okay. Um, so something I, I, I'm glad I remember this. Uh, last, okay, the reason we picked Demon City Shinjuku and um, Wicked City this week is because I was trying to plow through Black Butler. Because as I said in the last podcast, I got an email from Funimation uh, where they were announcing that they were having um, Black Butler, I think it's called Book of the Atlantic, is the Black Butler movie that was going to be showing in theaters. So I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I get to do another one of my first impressions videos, which are really, those videos are really easy to put together and they are somewhat popular. Like they, they, they've been bringing in um new people to the channel and stuff so i've been i've been really enjoying that series just because how easy it is to put together compared to the other stuff i do uh so i was really excited to do that i'm like okay i'm gonna i want to get through all of black butler so that we can do this and that's a lot to get through so we chose um just two movies this week right uh or for this podcast and uh it turns out (laughs) i i got through black butler season one i started watching season two and then um random sama of uh the youtube channel anime opinions is like oh you're starting uh season two aka the worst season and i just it basically started a conversation i was having with it, with him where he's like uh as far as i know you don't even have to watch season two just go on uh watch season three because that's that's canon with the manga uh and then there's like an ova called book of murder uh so i after a long back and forth between him and another another person um I determined, okay, look, I don't have enough time before I have to go to California to finish uh, the show. So I'm going to skip season two and the OVAs, and I'll come back to them afterward because they aren't canon. They don't matter in in that sense. I could go ahead and do that. So I I go on to season three. By the way, season three is great. It's really good compared to season one. Uh, And season two is really bad. But uh, for of the two episodes I saw before I stopped watching it. But... um, uh, I got to, I got to California, went to look up the movie times and found out that the movie had only, uh, aired for two screenings <laughs> and they were before the last podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> I had no chance of seeing bad, it at man. all. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> anyway. Well, my goddess is exactly the type of, um, type of case that speed Draffer is in. Um, oh, it's lead? actually kind of funny. Say what? You know what? Show it next time that you that we're at your house. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. Oh my goddess has the the especially flights of fancy. It has the uh, the clear case with the um, the lee the not the leaves the feathers, you know, and it's got the case that opens and separates. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I we're wish, talking about. Anyway, I'm just. I wish I had that. Chat. I have the more recent releases of it. I, I hate that show. I really do sickens me how how, well, how here's another show that i've watched on my own it's uh soul hunter oh, um yeah. pretty much pretty much a shonen adventure however very uh, chinese and thing the charm of the show kind of reminds me of uh if you remember the old pbs show wishbone <laughs> um pretty pretty much the voice actors acting well 
it felt like a bunch of, while I was watching it, a bunch of uh, 12-year-olds acting out a play, and, and you get a big twist at the end that explained a lot more. Um, I would give it a watch. I wouldn't say it's perfect, but at the same time, it's nothing truly horrible either. Now that you mention that, I watched something the other day that had like the most hilariously bad dub. What the heck was that? Why, why was I watching that? Was it from Black Butler? Something I watched was just so ridiculous. Oh man, this is, did I dream that? I, that might've been a dream. There's no reason for me to have watched anything else. That might've been a dream. I don't know, but um, continue. Sorry. I was just going off on a little tangent there. <laughs> Um, so if you ever see it, like through streaming or at a booth, go go ahead and grab it. I wouldn't spend more than $40 on it. Yeah. Um, I do like uh, scientific railgun. Don't like index which, for some reason. Which, which one comes first? Uh, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be indexed then railgun, but railgun's also done as a pre as a prequel, so you can just jump into any of them. You're making this so hard on me. <laughs> Shoot, uh, I, I have I bought both of those. I bought this from Sam actually. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't I haven't watched them yet. Oh, they take place at the same. That makes it even harder. Yeah. I guess I'll just watch them in broadcast order. Yeah, what's hard? The one thing that's hard about Rebelgun S is there's a storyline in Index only takes three episodes. It mm -hmm. takes six episodes to get through in Railgun S, which is fine. It's a pretty intense arc, but still. Yes, I have seen ghost stories. Yes, I, yeah. I, uh, I'm going to tell a story about ghost stories real quick. So my wife, when I when I first started dating my wife, she had um, the anime network on, on her TV, uh, on like her DVR box or whatever, you know, like the the cable box and we watched ghost stories um when we first met it's like when we very first started going out and i enjoyed it a lot uh and i thought it was like shin chan where you know it was meant to be over the top and funny and stuff and then midway through the series i started to get really pissed off because it became really obvious to me i was like everything that's funny about this show is only based in dialogue there aren't any visual gags and then i made the horrifying realization that uh the show was actually a serious show like it's a real serious show in japan like the japanese version it's actually about them you know hunting ghosts or whatever you know uh and that the english dub was exactly what it was <laughs> and i got i don't know i i felt betrayed um i, I actually want to go back and re-watch it uh, and watch the Japanese version just to just to see it. There are some really funny jokes in that show, but um, if you sit through too much of it at once, it's it's kind of like Robot Chicken. That's that's how I felt when I, I bought the the first season of Robot Chicken, and I hated it. You know, thirty minutes at a time, that show can be enjoyable, but marathoning it is just like I you can't I can't do it that you know it's like it's like uh the low-hanging fruit kind of jokes like fart jokes it's like i can't take so much of that in a row uh which is describing um robot chicken not necessarily ghost stories ghost stories was a whole different story um anyways we were talking about something else. oh um speed graffer the the recap hold episode. on i think the feed's messed up is it i'm seeing black on my end 
Oh, really? It's yeah, it's a little choppy over here. I, I've got bad um, a bad connection because the internet here, the internet I have in uh, uh, in at my house is like it's. I spend a hundred bucks a month on internet in Arizona, so I got I've got the the lightning fast stuff. But here, it's um, you're lucky if you have a signal anywhere in the house. Um, mm. But I'm in the I'm in the best room for this. It's just freaking hot in here. I don't know if you guys can see me sweating, but I definitely Ooh. am. Um, uh, my two cents on uh, those stories before we start, before we continue well, on. Let's 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 just address Speedgrapher real quick. That um, okay. First of all, I didn't watch the the DVD special because it turns out that I didn't open my my DVDs. I actually found uh, um, I I had downloaded the series a long time ago, uh, and I watched. I I still had the file, so I watched that even though I owned it because uh, I didn't want to open the the DVDs. Um, but. Uh, that uh, that recap episode. You want to talk about what they did with that? Um. Okay. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Um. Okay. For some reason, while I'm using the cast on, it's saying uh -huh. that the explorer stopped working. So somehow it's magic that we're talking about. We're talking. Okay. I can still see you and hear you. Okay. Okay. Well. I don't know on my end, but the recap episode, which one was this? What number? Okay, so you know how anime, every once in a while, they do a recap episode? Yes, usually because lack of funding. Yes, well, they did something really... Biz it was interesting what they did uh, for for this one. They had... So the thing about Speedgrapher um, is that they have... Um, they have these characters... And, uh, without getting too graphic, basically, they have these characters that get heightened abilities... Uh, you know how like they have things like let's say where a character puts on a magic ring and it amplifies his normal personality, let's say in in movies and whatnot. Um, well, this thing they get their powers based on it's kind of like their fetish, I guess. You know, it's kind of weird. Like this one guy, he's uh, uh, a ballet dancer. And he's all about like being flexible and um, and really pushing his body to these extreme contortions. So the so the ability that he gets is that he's basically like Rubber Man. You know, like he stretches and twists and has like his arms become like tentacles and stuff. Um, but what they did for the recap episode that was really interesting is they had a guy like that, except that his thing was that he was an accountant. <laughs> Oh yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, so they did this thing where they recapped the series by having the accountant go through um, all the damages to this secret club. This um, oh, it says you just left the group. No. Oh, the connection's so bad. Okay, I'll tell you guys. Hold on, let me let me just message uh, Augie to make sure that he can get back in. Uh, hold on, I just got to send him this link. Hope I'm still here. Can you guys still hear me? Yes, the rabbit episode of Ghost Stories is is the best joke in that whole. Oh, that's that's my wife. <laughs> my wife is watching it. I was gonna say my wife and I love that episode. That's her. <laughs> okay, so Augie just messaged me. Hold on, he got he got booted just now. He messaged me. What did he say? Hold up. Okay. Well, I'm just going to send him, I'm going to send him the link again and I'll just, anyway. So in, in the recap episode, they had this accountant guy uh, for, cause the, the story of Speedgrapher has like the secret society. It's very much an Illuminati um, uh, thing. It's like we, Augie described it as an anime action version of, um, 
Oh, what did he call it? He said it was something meets uh, eyes wide shut. Um, but anyway, uh, awesome. I'm still alive. <laughs> oh, I'm you're still alive. Yeah, uh, good. I'm glad you guys can still hear me. Uh, so he he'll he'll be back in. But anyway, so uh, what they do with this accountant is that they had the accountant going through the books of of how much. Uh, property damage the main character was doing so they used that as like a, a vessel to um uh to have uh the recap episode formed around it so they're showing clips from the earlier episodes because you know the studio needed to save money and then they're having like this how much money uh it cost them when he did this or that it was, it was a really clever thing but it got old really quick <laughs> it was really annoying um towards the end of it but uh anyway so <laughs> hopefully augie can get back up but um regarding um uh, Demon City, Shinjuku, and Wicked City. Did any of you guys um, have a chance to watch that, or have you seen it before? Um, I watched uh, Demon City, Shinjuku first because uh, I did a uh, a poll on Twitter and just asked, like, hey, which one do you guys think I should watch first? Um, and I'm really glad, really glad that, uh, you know, the people on Twitter, which I think a lot of them were you guys, um, actually suggested Demon Sh City Shinjuku first because uh, um, I, I feel like it was a better one to watch first, I guess. But um, I, I liked Demon City Shinjuku. Um I really liked the uh, uh, what do you call it the um, the crab character, like the monster design for that guy. I think the monster designs were better in Demon City Shinjuku than they were in Wicked City, but a lot of the characters in Wicked City, the monster characters were creepier. You know, like the design, uh, like that woman who's like a uh, uh, what do you call it a uh, like a spider character. Um, and I, okay, Aki's back. Thank God. Here. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, you're here. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, okay. You start where you were with that accounting episode. I, yeah, I, like I, I got through it. I got through explaining it. Um, okay, the I, whole, I just, I just dove into the, and the big plan that they had. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I just got into, uh, Demon City Shinjuku and we can see what happened on your side. Did your, did the whole, yeah, everything just blacked out. Just blacked out. All right. Well, at least at least you're back. Um, so, do you want to before we continue this? Do you want to go into ghost stories? Because you were talking about something that I sort of told oh, you. Oh yes, ghost stories. For the longest time, I've heard about this series, and I mm -hmm. read up on it because I was trying to see what was in these catalogs of anime to explore and dive into. So, from what I understand, the whole reason why it had the parody dub that it did, ADV at the time was having a really really good uh, Christmas party, Christmas New Year's mm -hmm. party. They all got tipsy and wondered if they can do a parody dub just like with Samurai Pizza Samurai Cats. Pizza Cats. Yeah. They made a, They talked about it and they ended up producing it that way. With parody dubs, I argue that uh, Ultimate Muscle is the number one. But that's just my opinion. I, mean, I love that. How is that not longer? How do they not release more of that? These bad boys from outer space. <laughs> Um, wish I could go so, voice so acting the people beside me or sleep. I just want to get through uh, some of these. So, 
so Shane says Demon City Shinjuku is terrible and Wicked City is great. I should ask you, what do you what did you think? Um, what are your thoughts on them? Oh, very similar. Very similar. Um, with uh, Demon City Shinjuku, I like the art art a whole lot better than Wicked City. The art overall, or or just the, on the art in general, because most of this is most of uh, Demon City Shinjuku is pretty much watercolor. Yeah. Well, Wicked that, City, I like the I like the characters in action a lot more. Oh yeah. Well, here, here's my thoughts on it. Um, as I was just telling them, I thought that the monster designs um, in Demon City Shinjuku were a lot better. Uh, I really liked that one crab character. You know what I'm talking about? You say crab? I thought spider. Well, he had a he had a crab claw. So that's why that's why I differentiated it to crab, um, but uh, that guy I thought was really a really cool design. Um, the characters, the monster designs. I, I've, I'm just reiterating myself because you weren't here, but the monster designs in in um, Wicked City were not as cool, but they had their they had this creepy nature to them uh, mm. because of how you know they they just tapped into something. Like they felt like Silent Hill characters to me, uh, which Silent Hill is like one of my favorite game series. So I, I really enjoyed that. Um, but like you know the Spider Woman and everything, like I thought that was oh, yeah. just they did a great job. Uh, character design wise, though, I loved the character design in Wicked City. Absolutely loved it. The cinematography in it as well was fantastic. My gosh, the lighting in half of those shots was so creative. Oh my yeah. gosh! I, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm thinking like this is like you know just it was great. I freaking loved it. Um, let's see, the main see. character in Wicked City remind me of Gogolo. The main okay. character uh, Gogolo from Gogolo Thirteen. Golgo. Golgo. Yeah, there's no you, you put an extra L in there. Uh, he kind of uh, reminded me of a Wicked City's protagonist. This was one of the reasons why I really liked him. He reminded me of like a much more serious cutthroat version of Lupin. <laughs> you know? Well, to me, Wicked City also reminded me more of like uh, Men in Black. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Kind of, yeah. However, the main character in uh, Demon City Shinjuku looks very much like Dave Seville from 1980s Elephants and Chipmunks. <laughs> I, I really liked uh, I liked his dad in the in the opening fight. By the way, you know that opening fight, the sword fight in Demon City Shinjuku is in the movie Johnny Mnemonic. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, have you seen that movie? Um, that has been on my bucket list for a while. Oh, dude, there's a, there's this old uh, Keanu Reeves movie called Johnny Mnemonic. It's one of the most. It's such a weird movie. They have this like this like killer priest. Uh, they have this scene where he, um, he's like uh, an assassin. Like they have this really cheesy line where it's like uh, people come to the church for life and death. There's like this really cheesy stuff, and then they they literally have this part where they send him to go after Johnny Mnemonic, and he. He's so Johnny's like crew. They're in this bus or whatever. The priest. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This wasn't made in the early ooze and had a sequel, did it? With a bunny. It, I don't know. It might. I, but, I think but the main character in the first story got killed with some 
or I his family got I've killed with some once. sort of uh, airplane engine crashing into his house. Maybe. Well, let me just then, let me just explain. So, so um, there's this scene where where they're driving this like semi truck or a bus or something. The priest who's been sent to kill them, he literally steps into the road right in front of him and just goes halt, sinners, and then they run over him. It's it's so corny. You have to see it. It's so freaking funny. Um, anyway, so uh, Donnie Darko. Yeah, I was gonna say you might have been thinking of Donnie Darko. I, I haven't seen Donnie Darko. I've never actually sat sat through it. Um, let's so, see. Uh, one person pointed out, I believe Shane, the dubbing was interesting with both of them. With which? Where are we? <laughs> Hold on. Shinjuku and Wicked City. Okay. 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 I see. Oh yeah, I'm getting I'm getting the two Shanes mixed up. Okay, yeah. Clips of blood plasma monster from the animation creepy. Uh, I like the mirror episode of Ghost Stories. I don't remember the mirror episode that well. Um, as as my wife popped in earlier. Oh yeah, my yeah, there she is again, correcting you on Donnie Darko. Uh, yeah, the rabbit scene. Um, in in uh ghost stories there's that that's like the best that line is the whole show for me is that line where um first of all there's a first line where where the rabbits uh you know because they're just adding dubbing where there wasn't any and she's like petting the rabbit and he's like touch me touch me harder you know and then and then later on she's like i can't love you not because you're a rabbit but because you're black you know (laughs) i don't know you have to see it this you'd really have to see it to get it but it's so funny um, the best part of Demon City Shinjuku was the cursing in the dub. Yeah, I, I actually I did enjoy the dub. I, I will say, except I will. Uh, so the dub for Demon City Shinjuku. So I I I left the movie. A lot movies. of Hispanics. The or guy, Hispanic yeah, he was Cuban. He had a Cuban accent. Oh, okay. that, that kid. Um, so uh, I left my DVDs in Arizona. So I had to go to a, a less than legal site to to watch the English dub. I don't know. I didn't even try one of the other sites. Out of that one, but. Uh, but uh, I watched I watched the dub, and the place where I watched it had um, for uh, Demon City Shinjuku, they had hard coded Japanese subtitles uh, throughout the whole thing. So while I was watching it, I thought that the guy uh, Rebby Ra, I think his name was, um, I thought that he was speaking in like German or English or something and they had to put the Japanese subtitles in, and eventually those are going to go away but gosh eventually I'm like oh I guess the whole movie is just going to have Japanese subtitles and then that one guy who had the roller skates that had the Cuban accent yeah. um, I, I already sent you a message on this there were at least two parts in the movie where his mouth was moving and there wasn't any dialogue Oh, yeah. And I knew that he was actually talking because the subtitles were coming up in Japanese, <laughs> but I didn't know what he was saying. So the the, the two places where, where that happened that I remember, uh, one time was when they're fighting the, I think it was the crab um, or the spider guy, and he throws the grenade. So that scene, he says something while he's throwing the grenade, and I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I, I didn't, I have no idea what he said because it wasn't in the version I watched. Uh, and then there was another part after they uh basically he brings them to that like 
that place to to stay, that like love motel kind of thing where oh, they have yeah. that bed that's the clamshell. And he's like, Oh, I better sleep on the ground. Uh you know, I, I don't want to repeat did, what he did said. You, did you laugh at that part? I did. That was that was I pretty cool. my <laughs> the way that he um, says it. Um but anyway, um, after that scene, after after they sleep and wake up, uh, the the guy with the roller skates comes in and uh, and like says something from the doorway, and that was the other line that I I couldn't, um, you know, he the, for whatever reason it wasn't there. When I get home, I'll have to check the DVD and see if if that line was just cut from the from the clip I watched, the video I watched, or if it if there actually isn't for some reason any any uh, dialogue there. All right, so. You have Cuban act, actor. This yeah. guy. Let me set I it think to he you. was trying to redo a Bela Lugosi impression. What's his name? Uh, I, I want to call him Mephistopheles. That wasn't his name. Mephisto or Mephisto um, or something like Mephisto that? Mephisto sounds about right. Yeah. Anyway. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed everything we watched. Oh, I also watched Steins Gate really recently. That was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I loved that. I have a friend who really likes this show. I guess you'd say friend, but when he really likes a show and introduces it to someone, he gives it negative points because of how he's introducing it. Okay. So if there's a newer show out there that you haven't seen yet, or you just get comfortable with how he presents it. It's kind of hard to enjoy some of the stuff that he likes because he ruins so much of it. But uh, if you enjoy it, by all means enjoy it. Man, I wish I can... I want to watch it too, but I know too much of it to watch it. Okay, I'm just going to say... Yep. Hold on, I'm... My camera's not coming up on mine. Okay, there we go. Um, do it. Just watch it. Like, seriously, even if it's spoiled for you, it's a, a really fun watch, uh, even if you know what's going to happen. Um, so I definitely recommend it. Uh, to answer uh, to answer Soulless Yuri's question, um, if we're watching any new anime, um, no, I haven't seen Saga of Tanya the Evil, but I really am looking forward to seeing it. I that. Um, I'm not really watching anything new. See, the thing, the thing about me right now is, uh, you guys know about what's going on with Berserk, right? Where everybody's just brutalizing how awful the animation is. Um, there are some anime that I will watch as they're coming out uh, in Japan because I don't care because <laughs> because they I don't care about the animation quality. But um, there are other anime, like, for instance, Berserk or Attack on Titan, where I know that the Blu-ray release is going to have beautiful animation, and that's what I want to see, okay? So just to give you uh, an understanding of how it actually works, how, how the animation sort of stuff works over there, um, when they're doing the broadcast, and this is especially um, true for Berserk, uh... No, I don't. I don't. I don't do reaction uh, videos on my channel. I do uh, first impression videos when I go to see a movie in theaters, though. Um, but uh, when when they do stuff like Berserk, um, that was me answering a, a comment. I know people watching this in the future have no idea why I just 
cutting. Oh, okay. but, <laughs> um, but when when they animate something like Berserk, they have to pay for the directors, you know, and all these different really key important positions, and they have to pay those people hourly. And they also have to pay for the animators to do the work, right? But the directors and those people, they get paid a significantly higher rate uh, hourly, right? So they, so what they do in Japan is they rush through the projects. And you might remember a while back, they did that. There was that fight scene between Super Saiyan 3, Goku, and Beerus. And it just looked it looked really off. And people were comparing it to how the animation looked in or the original Dragon Ball Z. Um, and uh, basically what they do is they animate these things as quickly as possible to get them done, to get the direction in there from the director. And then they put them out for the broadcast. And then they come back and they pay the animators to clean it up for the Blu-ray release, right? So the director has already had his chance to get the direction in there. Um, and they've they've gotten that done and they've saved a lot of money by by rushing through the actual process. And then when they come back and they only have to pay the animators and they don't have to pay those extra high rates of the hourly rate for the directors, uh, it saves them a lot of money and it's an incentive for them to get people to buy the Blu-ray. Okay, so one of them uh, there's a lot of reasons why i don't watch shows as they're coming out but for shows that i really want to see that's the reason why so for instance i'm not caught up at all in attack on titan and the reason why is because i want to see it at its peak i want to see it the best possible way it can it can look uh so i'm gonna wait for um you know the blu-ray uh to come out so i can watch that because i want to see it looking really clean um, and with good animation, because I saw like a clip of them where they just translated pictures of them going across the screen with their maneuvering equipment. It just looked awful. Uh, anyway, I'm going to catch up on the uh, on the uh, chat here. Well, I'm a lot simpler. And usually how I want to watch it is either uh, buy it and slap it in your friend's face, then watch it from there, or wait till it ends and just marathon through it. But yeah, two things... I, yeah. Okay. I was just gonna say I, I like to for me I if I'm gonna sit down and watch something I don't want to start it stop it and start it again because every time I've done that in the last couple of years I'll start a show I'll get to a certain point and then I won't finish that show for years Gurren Logan I finished that last year okay I, I that I don't I don't like doing that you know because I don't if you don't get it in that if you don't get it relatively close to the same sitting you don't enjoy it the way you're supposed to anyway go go ahead. Okay, responding to a to a comment, have you seen Kodias? They first aired it on Adult Swim. I couldn't get into it because I didn't know what was going on, and I got more frustrated because I'd hear people talk about it, but I couldn't keep up with what they were talking about. So I kind of discarded the show. Years later, when I got, finally got the full collection of it, I sat down, watched through it episode by episode, and I am glad that I finally did that because that was amazing. I love the writing for so it felt like they had a lot more planned while they were writing it, even though for some reason from other people the second season doesn't go with the manga. I don't know. Either way, how they develop the characters like Orange Boy, the his uh, I forgot her name, the orange haired girl, how they how they dealt with her, the sister of the other sister. I'm bad with names. 
But, I haven't seen Code Geese, by the way. No. Well, let me rephrase that. My friend Andrew, who I did a uh, History of the Anime Collector segment with, he showed it to me when it was first started airing. And there was a, a, almost every anime that Andrew has introduced me to no, has no, been no, because no. of the memes. Uh, and it was the the pizza the Pizza Hut or whatever. Don't they order Pizza Hut in like every episode? Oh, yeah. I wish they didn't censor that. It, the person I'm talking about are the cousins. The they both have like rose-like red hair, kind of like the girl from Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Okay. I'm talking to the comments here. Uh, yeah, I, I've got, I'm gonna chime in here when you're when you're uh, when you're done. Um, let's see. It's, so they were sponsored by Pizza Hut. Okay. FDDM says, uh, his brother says, why don't they get the staff to do the polished version after the director leaves and wait till it is finished before airing it? Two reasons. Number one, takes away the incentive to get you to buy the Blu-ray. And number two, they earn money from the broadcast that allows them to pay for that extra work to get the Blu-ray polished. I assume. Why not? So he's then he, he went on to say, I say, why not get the director to just do all the base storyboards for the creative version, then do it right the first time after they're done? You know, oh, there's, a, there's numerous ways they could do it, but honestly, the, the, the honest truth is that, um, that the anime industry artists require a lot, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of work to, to, to make something and it's not a sustainable industry. That's why we see um, anime like Gangster, uh, like the the show like finished, and then the company, the the studio went out of business. You know, um, in my industry, in the visual effects industry, this isn't a sustainable industry either. Um, I think it was Rhythm and Hughes uh, won all these Oscars for working on Life of Pi, and they got all these Oscars after they had already gone bankrupt. You know, it's not sustainable. Uh, it's a, a horrible industry where people are treated like slaves. Uh, I speak on on uh, firsthand experience working in the visual effects industry. This is the same for animators in Japan. It sucks. Well, people people die from ulcers. You know, producing anime. It's terrible. Uh, it's not sustainable. And and the way the system that they have now uh, is actually providing animators with a little bit more work. So I actually am really thrilled that they're doing it this way because I feel the pain of these people. I'm sorry that people watching the broadcast, um, don't get to enjoy, uh, perfect quality right off the bat on TV, but it really does provide a lot more work to the artists. And I think that if I, you know, I'm, I'm going to wait till it comes out on DVD anyway, cause that's just how I do things. So it really doesn't affect me one way or another, but I, I really like, the method that they do because it it supports it keeps the industry more sustainable in my opinion the, at least the way that I look at it. I never understood why people don't mention the go out and invest in companies like SoftBank or who owns these networks and try to figure out where they are stock wise unless they're just totally privatized. Well, um, I think I think something that they could do that would be nice is like imagine this. Okay. An anime comes out, it does well, people really like it, it has a huge following behind it, or even like, let's say, a cult following, you know? Crowdfund season two. You know, if, if you need extra cash to really get something off the ground, open it up to crowdfunding and it will get, it will get made. 
you know i think that that's how they they really need to start approaching that as an option more because mm-hmm. that's why i have um, the ova industry true but you and you get what i'm where i'm coming from that that oh, things yeah. could, could be so much better if they if they made it uh if they made people available to because um, what what we have right now is when when anime airs on TV and whatnot is um, it's it's kind of a guessing game where the the heads of the like you know the the creative individuals we want to make this show this is our passion we're we're fighting on behalf of the show we want to do this this is something that we want to do and then the company exec says like I don't think that's gonna sell we don't want you to do it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, so like the the television stations and stuff, they're like, no, nah, we don't want it. You know, we're not going to fund it. We're not. We don't think it's going to produce sales. We don't think it's going to get enough viewers that we're going to be able to sell products through commercials and whatnot to fund everything. So, um, crowdfunding, in my opinion, is a fantastic way to get things um, uh, to get things made. You know, because you get that money well, up front. Well, if you look back at the Fate series, it's not about the visual novel or anime. It's about trying to sell all the the figures, Fable figures, as uh, Saber figures as much as possible. It's almost well, yeah, a that's, dichotomy that's, of Fable figures. Yeah, Saber that's figures. Transformers. That, there's there's numerous shows where that's the case, where they design these shows around selling toys. So that's just how things are, you know. And oh, yeah. and those things those things do very well, you know. It is about creating a sustainable, like this is why, this is one of the reasons why uh, it's difficult for, where, where let's say some channels on YouTube, you know, because I think about everything in that sort of climate, some channels on YouTube can take off really easily because they create for themselves an environment where they can merchandise. I always bring up Game Grumps because they created a, a brand for themselves where they could put all this stuff onto shirts and and people will buy these shirts and that, that they make more money off those shirt sales and those mugs and stuff than they do from from ad revenue by a long shot you know um so anyway let's see man i'm getting so far like crowdfunding is like this other other offset culture too nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it go fund what you want what you want one, enjoy what you have or what you can get. But it's like, we have to do it this way. No, there's other means to do some stuff. But yeah, back I'm, to, I'm gonna address uh, something real quick. Um, Solus Yuri says, Nunnally is the person from Kogis you were talking about. No, no, no. I was talking about Cornell's sister, uh, Cornelia's sister. Okay. Hold on, I got the oh, right. Yeah. Further Cornelia Lee Britannian. Uh, sure. Uh, that someone's me. Uh, Shirley, eh, I don't know how to pronounce her that, but that's the other character I was mentioning before. And as to who AC, you just gotta watch the show and find out. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. But back to uh, Wicked okay. City. Uh, my final thoughts on it. Uh, unlike Demon City Shinjuku, I like the twists and how they develop some of the story elements. The old man was probably probably the more hilarious things oh, about the show. I, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I actually hated the ending to Wicked City. I really? I, I had a blast um, all the way through up until um, I, I just I I didn't like how I didn't like how that the old man um was like okay we're gonna put this guy in here he's gonna be this and we're gonna make him the lecherous old man and all that and then all of a sudden whoop he's 
you know, here's the plot twist. He's the master and he's been protecting you this whole time. And I just thought like, oh, come on. You know, it was so dumb. Oh, I felt you're like talking the, about that. Yeah. That's, I didn't like that. I didn't like how they handled that at all. Where like I, it actually, let me put it this way. It took, it took the, my rating for it down a whole start. I just thought that that was such a weak story I'm, element. Well, I'm I'm the opposite. Just seeing that kind of shock drop to me just raised it a star. <laughs> I thought he was mentioning the whole love will kill the enemy at the end. No, I, I, I thought that was stupid. But I, you know, I thought that the the plot twist of uh, of the old man, like all of us, it was it was that moment in. And I actually I didn't hate it in Star Wars, but in Star Wars Episode Two, when Yoda um, fights, and it's like he's flipping all around and everything, and then after the fight, he like he picks up his cane, and then he's like, oh, and he's like all and decrepit again. It, it was basically that, but in a way that wasn't satisfying at all, you know, for me to just have the guy all of a sudden be this other thing. And it's like, from the beginning, I kind of felt like he was like that, but I just, they, they really pushed too hard on, on the, on the, the stereotype they were giving him and then switched it back, you know? So anyway, uh, FDDNM says, or be Misty Chronexia and do a Patreon for your anime and have it look um, like garbage. Did did he actually yeah, get it no turned into an anime? Is. Misty Chronexia is another YouTuber. Oh. I, I think he did a book. I, 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 I'm I just going to say, I've never watched any of his stuff. I'm actually going to meet him at Anime Expo. Um, I'm pretty sure because he's gonna, probably going to meet the YouTuber meetup because he has a panel, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So I'll probably run into him. Um, I knew that he did a book uh, I didn't know that he actually got a um, an anime made. Episode one is out right now. Apparently, say what? Uh, reading the comments. Oh. Well, back back to the and my final thoughts on being Shinjuku. Normally cheap, give it a watch when you can. Mm. Well, my comment is based on the release because when John released it. Yeah, like this uh, movie poster thing going on, and this purple stripe at the bar at the side. Yeah, which is which is how they did things when they were the old oh, way yeah. of doing it at, at uh, U.S. Manga Corps. Oh yeah, but like, for we, a horror you, series, I, I if you turn to I'm the back and on. just if you turn to the back of this and read the uh, scary uh, preview, it's all this uh, painting pink, hot pink. Yeah. Uh, so you said when John, you always do this to me. You said when John released this, what is John's last name again? John O'Donnell had a John O'Donnell. I can every Central time Park he Media. mentions John, I think of John Sarabella from from Media Blasters. Yeah, yeah. However, for the discotheque release, you have once again movie poster, but mm-hmm. present a lot bigger, and you circle it around. It looks like you're in the city. Also, another thing, since one's obviously a clear, clear case, and this one, if you, you can't really see it that well, but if you put it up against the light, this is a translucent black case. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's kind of, uh, well, I guess this go to whoever worked on this, I think they were trying to rub it that they can do a better job than the previous, but it I- shows. I don't know. You know, to be honest with you, uh, companies are getting a lot less. Uh, they're getting a lot less particular about the type of cases they use. Um, one of my theories about 
the the bootleg series is that packaging is one of the most expensive aspects of producing something. Um, it's one of the reasons why for a long time the one-to-one -one bootleggers are so easy to spot because they use these really crappy clear packaging. Um, and I still think that they are saving a ton of money on the packaging, the way they're doing stuff. But um, but I, I've also noticed that a lot of companies are like, they'll just use what they have. You know, they use what mm -hmm. they have. So um, there was a time like with Bandai where all of their like anime legend sets used really high quality um, style packaging, you mm -hmm. know, back during the DVD boom. Um, I actually, I read an article on Anime News Network the other day that was really fascinating. It kind of put things into perspective about the uh, the rise and fall of DVDs and basically the change um, in the industry and in the, uh, in the industry and in the, um, uh, like the anime market especially and how these sort of trends in the industry actually hit the anime realm first uh, before it hit the rest of the DVD market. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't know, it's, it's really interesting. If I can find it, I'll add it to the description, well, which by the way, I mentioned. Sense. Yeah. Because, um, uh, with, our, with our interest, how often do you see a commercial on TV? How often, unless you read that particular magazine and go to those areas, yeah. how do you see it commercialized? Our, we're Some also a group that looked. has um, more dedicated collectors than gen general DVD Blu-ray, um, you know, a, a more specialized group. Um, the uh, I mentioned, I'll put it in the description. Um, for the record, I haven't gone back and actually had time to rewatch the previous podcast, but when I get back from Anime Expo, I'm going to probably have um, a couple days where I'm going to be working on censoring this year's grab bag video. So um, I'm going to actually rewatch them then and I'll, I'll like get the timestamps and all that set up so that if, if people want to go back and watch the previous ones, including this one, they should have uh, that stuff up, up to date um, in the near future. Since you're in the more interesting place than I am, what is on your vendor's room shopping list for titles? Or do you not want to share that yet? Um, I'm going to wing it. <laughs> I don't have anything. I, I'm going to try to pick up Dagashi Kashi because we've been talking about doing that one week for, uh, for the stuff we're going to watch for our anime book club, which is the working title I'm giving that because I can't think of a better name for it. Um, what, what would y'all like to call it? The viewers out yeah, if there. You guys, if you guys have a have if you guys have a, a good descriptive way of saying book club for watching anime, uh, I, I would love to hear it. But um the Dagashi Kashi is one. Um I'm gonna pick up uh obviously Gonagai World. Um and I'm picking I'm planning on picking up Dororo Karate Master. Most of these are from the discotheque booth, as you can see. Um, and uh, any new Lupin uh, uh, movies that are out that I don't have yet, because some of them are probably going to be like getting released early at Anime Expo. Um, because uh, I like to buy all the Lupin stuff directly from discotheque, because I, I, you know, I want them to to 
have that moment where they pack up to leave and like, wow, we sold so much Lupin stuff, you know, um, so that they'll continue to make more because I obviously you guys can tell based on my avatar, Lupin is my favorite show and I want them to, I want to reward them for all the amazing stuff they've been doing with that series right now. Now they're actually dubbing it and stuff. Just oh, such a dream come true. 10 years ago, um, I cried when I got to the last disc of, of the one Genion put out because it ended with the next time on Lupin and like the stuff was all dubbed and I thought, oh, they dubbed more than this, but it's not on DVD. I'm never going to get to see it. And I was like, I like I had a tear. I, you know, I shed a tear at that moment for that. And it's just so amazing to see after all these years to have it, you know, to have them actually getting the original voice actors and doing everything I've always really wanted them to do with that series. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. Um, so, the icon, I can finally bring this up. I think season one, we, I know you watched all the way. That's when they, they're trying to figure out what to do with this Lupin character, bringing it from manga to anime. And to me, when they finally nailed that point, point of gold was when they had the Festival of Lupin episode. How come you don't, how come your thumbnail's not from that? I actually haven't sat through season one yet. Oh, wow. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, the thing about Lupin is that when, when I, I, I might've only watched one thing that uh, discotech has actually put out so far, uh, you know, in the recent time, because um, Lupin to me is something that's so special that I want to, I want to wait for a time when I should, when I can actually sit down and enjoy it. And uh, I, it's kind of been on the back burner for that reason. So I've been waiting for uh, you know, like a vacation from my, my, super busy life where I could actually sit down and just kind of marathon through it and really, really enjoy it, you know, and I haven't had that excuse yet. Um, so no, really the majority of what I've seen have just been the movies, uh, and the, the show that Genion had done. So no, I haven't, I haven't actually done, uh, the original season one yet. Now, when you do watch season one, what will be burned into your ears is that Lupin, he's a nice guy. He's yeah. a nice man. <laughs> So, uh, 60s, 70s. Shane says the podcast where we watch anime and talk about it is a pretty good name. <laughs> and that, there you go. Take the take those lettering, lettering yellow right now, up like uh, mustard and put Soul it like in between two sandwich anime club. Yeah, Solus Yuri says anime club. Which uh, again, I'm just going to reiterate. I, I don't think that we can. I, I feel like anime club has well. Anime quilting. I, yeah, it actually it actually does kind of kind of make sense because what do you do at an anime club? You do sit and watch. You have like a movie night, you know. Um, it's not like you watch it and then talk about it, you know, the next week. You know, you don't watch it on your own time like you do with a book club where you read it on your own. Um, so I don't know. What do you? Let me let me let's ask this. What do you guys like better? Do you like anime club or anime book club? Even though we're not really watching or we're not really or reading books, you know. Because um, for me, this, anime uh, book anime. the point across a little bit better. But maybe I'll, I'll just ask you guys what you think. Or should we call this the anime cafe corner? <laughs> it's up to you guys. Where no sandwiches are served, no coffee or drinks. This is a horrible cafe. Oh, the recent stuff that I've been watching. I'll still say Dragon Maid, even though it's been a couple of seasons or it's been a season or two now. Still loving it. 
Adam yeah, the Beginning. I'm really enjoying that. That's the that's their What's new version. Adam the Beginning. Um, They're redoing Astro Boy, and this is a prequel before before the Mighty Adam rises. So we get to see Doctor Tenma and Doctor Elephant, even though they main injection, even though. Uh, they don't use Dr. Elephant for Dr. Elephant this time. So it's kind of throwing me off. Yeah, that, that actually sounds really interesting. I'd really like to see that. And I never thought I would enjoy private uh, Royal Tutor as much as I have. It's uh, it's like the regal version of uh, Kamari High School, in my opinion. Um, what if we did anime discussion corner? I don't know. The, I don't. I hate doing this. <laughs> I hate coming up with names live. Um, we'll we'll come up with something. Uh, but you guys know what I'm talking. about. It's just like when I'm when I'm typing up the stuff on the Facebook page or on Twitter, and I'm like reminding you guys, like, or, or asking, like, what should we watch for this thing? It's like, um, I don't know. We'll have, we'll have to come up with something. Ah, oh, Danny, you've only seen Castle of Cal Yeah, you need to watch more. That is the that is a great movie though. The Castle That's of a great uh, movie. Shoot, go ahead and get in Secret of Mama or uh, if you can the Fuma Conspiracy. The the Fuma Conspiracy? That's what that was Rupon the third <laughs> over hey, here. Hey, good enough. Yeah. Um or what's the one where they call him the wolf? Uh, that would be there is the manga dub of Cagliostro that has him as the wolf. There's a few bits. That one of uh, oh, Gold of Babylon. Oh, no, no, they don't call him. They call him Lupin in, in the manga dub. Because I, yeah, that's not because of Cagliostro. It's something else. I think it is. It's not the Fuma conspiracy. Mamo it definitely might be, has it. it. Yeah, Mamo is probably. Babylon Gold has that, I would think. I'm not sure if that one's dubbed or not. Yeah. The two Miyazaki-directed episodes of uh, Red Coat Lupin, I'm willing to put money down that that's, they call him the wolf. Mm. Anyway, so um, what else should we discuss? Let's see. Let me check what time it is. 10 for, oh, well, gosh, we haven't even been at it for an hour and 45 minutes. Um, yeah, well, we talked about a lot. Um, yeah. What were some? Do you have the list, or is the list at home Oh, the list. Uh, you know, just I, I, I don't really go in. Uh, I, I, Anime Expo is, for me, since starting the channel, is more about networking. You know, so I'm gonna look at stuff. I'm gonna buy stuff that that piques my interest. But I'm more interested in, you know, I'm gonna go to the Sentai booth and try to talk to a bunch of different people there individually and say like, what are you guys doing with these premium sets? You lost your mind. They were perfect. Why are you making them these huge, you know, as we call it, the Garfield set for Umar Chan? Like, why are you doing that? You know, so I'm going to try to get my voice heard there. Like, like that, that's one of the things I want to do. Um, but wait a minute. Bit rates. You said you yes. were going to ask Augie during the podcast. LOL. Okay. Uh, FDNM, um, you know, I talked to him a lot behind the scenes, and he suggested uh, that I I might want to look into bit rates for um, a method of 
like a, a sort of a more reliable method when when talking about bootlegs about how you know varying bitrate ranges can can be a good indicator um, you, do and know I, you, can, you do know you can get an electric you can get your master's in electrical engineering just on this one topic Oh really? Yeah, because I oh, have yeah. I hear people talk about it all the time, like they know all about it. I have no idea how, like, what what bit rates are and and how it's like. Because everybody usually talks about it, like, well, you know, if there's ten episodes on a disc and the bit rates are this, and it's like, so why don't I just talk about the number of episodes? <laughs> you know, I just I don't. I it doesn't. It's I, I'm gonna have to like find a a video on YouTube or something to watch to understand it and and to understand how to look at, even look it up. You know. I was just saying, I was just signal systems and random noise. Oh, you make it sound so easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, John Chang, you're not the only one that's looking forward to the marathon. All of Woolwich Academia on Netflix. What about have Ruby? Seen, have you ever watched Ruby? I have not seen the pseudo anime Ruby. I do have collection one through three. I'm gonna wait till all 17 seasons are released. Apparently, <laughs> um, I try. Okay, I I follow Rooster Teeth on on YouTube um, because of the Rooster Teeth podcast. Uh, I just I I Rooster Teeth is known for Red versus Blue. I never had an Xbox. I hate Halo. I I don't enjoy that game at all. I used to like Halo only because I get the release of that delicious cherry citrus game feel, which now I can get at Arby's, so we can go die off for all here. <laughs> well, um, I, I'm just saying, like, it's it's not. I'm I'm not really a big fan of of Halo, so I'm I like I'm not fan of R Rooster Teeth because of that aspect of things. Um, and I also am not a major gamer. The only games I played in the last like five years was Minecraft and and various Silent Hill games you know i don't really play anything um so i'm not i'm not up on what's coming out because I, I quite frankly i can't afford to waste time playing games instead of watching anime other this i've got these uh sh unwatched shows just towering over me i don't have time to spend hours playing video games so i've kind of fallen out of the gaming community so anyway the bottom line is that i watch rooster teeth because i enjoy the podcast you know so uh, every once in a while i see they'll upload clips of things from ruby and um, I've seen clips of it, and when they first started doing it, and they were like, 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 oh gosh, I, it's uh, bizarre to me now to realize that I actually have been watching the pad the podcast long enough that uh, that I was there from the creation of Ruby when they were like talking about how um, Monty was was designing it and creating it, and they started showing clips of. Uh, that character, I guess, I don't know. I don't, I don't actually know any of their names. I, I wanted to say her name was Ruby. Maybe it is, but she has the scythe that is powered by like a 50 caliber rifle or something. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but, but that stuff looked really good. It looked really interesting. And then I saw, um, I saw a clip later on of, uh, a character. I guess, I think Michael, um, I think Michael voices this character and it, the animation, the cell shape just looks so bad. I was like really shocked. Um, and I also think I would have a hard time watching Ruby having seen so much of the podcast. Cause anytime, you know, Barbara or somebody comes up, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna take me out of the story. So to answer your question, no, I haven't seen 
Ruby. Um, but uh, I I am a big fan of Monty. May he rest in peace. Um, actually, back in he used to, they used to play. So one of the things when I first started going to anime expo that I would always make a, a, a point to go see was they had these two things. There was the AMV contest. And then there was also, um, yeah, another thing called AMV. We will acknowledge that the character that you were talking about, her name is Ruby. It is Ruby. Okay. Ruby so they, so they, they had AM, they had an AMV contest and another thing called AX Idol, and I think it was the AMV contest. But they used to show um, Monty used to animate this series called Dead Fantasy, which were he would take game rip, model rips of the characters from Final Fantasy X two, I think it is, and um, and Dead or Alive, and he did these ridiculously long fight scenes. Like think think. Peter Griffin fighting the uh, um, the chicken from Family Guy, like, but three times longer, and instead of one on one, it's like three on three or four on four. It's crazy amounts of uh, of fighting and just unbelievable. The guy, the guy was a genius. Okay, Monty was a genius at what he did, uh, and they used to play those. Um, before the AMV contest. And one year, I specifically remember uh, Monty was actually there in the front row and they actually had him get up and wave to everybody. So it was kind of interesting um, watching the Rooster Teeth podcast and it's like, oh, Monty, who I saw at AX that one year, is working for Rooster Teeth. And it's like, it was, it was just an interesting experience, I guess. Um, I, I'm curious since you guys are uh, talking about Ruby, um, does Ruby's scythe ever accidentally shoot people? <laughs> like, because she uses it to power the swings. Does that ever not go quite right? Because <laughs> it seems like it wouldn't always work properly. <laughs> I feel like, uh, I feel like that would be bad. <laughs> Now, 15 minutes ago, when I met, when I recalled lists, mm -hmm. I wasn't talking about your, I wasn't talking about the AX at My all. I was talking I? about the behind the scenes list that we keep piling up. You mean the stuff like that we were going to pitch mm -hmm. is like, should we watch this? Should we watch that? Mm -hmm. No, just different news topics to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, um, yeah. Uh, good call. Let me pull that up. Podcast notes. The stuff we had, yeah, because we had a, okay, so first of all, we were going to talk about um, uh, memories. Mm -hmm. I'll bring that up in a second. I, I really I kind of don't have a, okay, so the topics I have here. Uh, at one point, we wrote down Arcadia of My Youth. I think we already talked about that one, though. Oh, yeah, um, that's on your shopping list. Mine too. But I need to get yeah, it at some point. for the new one. I already have. I have the old one. But man, does that look? Does that look freaking clean in that Blu-ray? Oh, yeah. So I've got here. Um, here are the things you asked me to, to write down. Uh, Saber Marionette re uh, anime project launched two years ago. Uh, that's what I wrote. Yeah. Down. What happened with that? I'm I'm looking forward to this. I watched all of that before that was announced. 
when they announced it, and I was excited because I can watch more of it. Mm-hmm. And then it just didn't go anywhere? I haven't heard anything else about it. Did, do you know of the studio that's behind it? I didn't even know of it. I've only seen Saber Marionette R, I think. I have, I have like a lot of the show. I just haven't watched it yet. Uh, you also had me write down New Irresponsible Galaxy, Tyler. Oh, yes. They're doing a... I think they're doing a spinoff short series of the Irresponsible Captain Tyler with that new title of Galaxy Tyler. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a- either airing now or about to air. I'm curious to see where it goes with it. It says released in July is what I have written next to it. Awesome. Uh, so then there's Pat Labor Easy Y. Yes. Um, Bluto is another thing you have. Bluto. Speak, going back to uh, Adam the beginning. Beginning mm-hmm. there. Uh, years ago, recent years ago, they released a manga called Bluto. What's that all about? In, the Ast- in Astro Boy, there's a chapter called The World's Strongest Robot, which only, it's either one episode or two parter most of the time. What I wish I remembered his name. The person behind this took that, took those two, one to two episodes and made about nine manga, finds a manga with that, stretching mm-hmm. out the, the suspense and mystery of the situ of who's killing what before Adam has to fight Adam or Astro has to fight this really powerful robot that's over a over a million horsepower. If if they can pull it off, that that sounds awesome. I, I'd yeah. really like to see that. Um, then the other thing we have here live-action Saint Seiya. Which, by the way, before I forget, there's a live-action Wicked City movie. Wicked Just City. so you know. Okay, I know that there was Demon City Shinjuku. We haven't even talked... I haven't seen it yet, but we haven't even touched uh, Doom Megalopolis, which inspired the Bison character or Dictator from yes. Fighter 2. Okay, you we need to, you and I need to talk about that before the next podcast because there's actually um, I can't I think it's a live action movie. I've got something. What is what is the doomed Megapolis story? Oh, it's very similar to uh, what do you call it? What do you call it? Darn, 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 darn. No, I don't. I don't want to know what the story is. I want to know the the Japanese title title is not called the doomed Megapolis. Probably called some, something Shinjuku if I had to put money on it. Hang on, I've, I've got it. I've got it in my sword Ash, title. I'm, bang, I'm this is my boomstick. Let's put him in the basement. Oh no, we're stuck. Laughs around, laughs with the deer in the room. Evil Dead. I yeah. might throw two and three in there, but Evil, very similar to that, but not the same. Yeah, hold on. I'm, I'm looking. I can't believe. Okay, here it is. Ah, did I not? I didn't have this under the sort title, did I? Shoot. No, but, it's... Uh, God, what is it called? As, as you're trying to figure that out, the Pat Labor XYZ, I'm kind of wondering what happened to the creator of that, Oshi. He was about to... If I recall right, he was about to finish uh, Appleseed, the manga-wise, yeah. I think. 
then you have that nasty earthquake, which I believe destroyed all that. So I'm wondering if he's going to be doing this new Pat Labor series, taking charge of this, know. or letting someone else uh, do it okay. while he recovers from that. It's called Taito Monogatari, mm. which is actually kind of funny because in Wicked City, the hotel that he took the guy to was the Taito Hotel, wasn't it? I think so. Oh, yeah, I forgot, I forgot a detail from uh, Demon City Shinjuku. Mm-hmm. And one of the background scenes that they passed, it looked very similar to where the main character, Garzy's Wing, lived in the real world. Oh, really? I'll have to look yeah. at it again. You have to send me a, a screenshot or something, like a comparison. Um, I'll do so, that. There's, I think there's a live action movie. I, 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 we'll just talk about this. Oh, it's called Tokyo The Last Megalopolis, is the, is the, the movie. So it's like it's it's a it's the it's not part of Dune Megaopolis, but it is um, it's on the same novel that Dune Megaopolis is based on, or something like that. So I just if we if we do do something on that, I just wanted to let you know that there actually is a, a live action movie based on it. So you know, Discotech hasn't rescued or released something from ADV in a while. I, I, I love how I, I, I have to I step away from the chat for a minute to go look something up, and people are like, "Oh, here it is." You know, like they just answer the question for oh, me. Yeah, I like these people. You guys are the best. Except that one comment you made, F D D M N. Other than that, you're cool. Um, what, what did you say? He, he was talking smack about uh about me not Gashi bringing Gashi. up. Oh. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, I missed it. I, that's <laughs> fine. Have your opinions. I don't give half a nipple about live action adaptations. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, let's talk about live action adaptations. <laughs> There's been some pretty good ones. Cromarty High School is a good that, one. That was really good. Um, if anything, it probably better promoted the show. I, I think it's a, way better than the show. Well, don't say Except that. The show, watch the show. The show has such a great opening and ending theme. That's another uh, show that I had to get shame. another second watch. Which one? Uh, Carmody High School? Yeah. Was, Have you, you know what's funny about Carmody High School that's very not typical of anime? There are no female characters in that entire show. As I recall, there's one episode where there's a lot of females. There's one scene, if I remember, there's one scene at the very beginning where um, you see... What's the main character's Wait, name? Wait, hold on. Kami, we see Kamiyama? that main character's mom all the time. It looks exactly like him. Yeah, but the that's wig. what I mean. There aren't, no, there aren't any women. There are no female characters. There's all... a bunch of training characters, maybe, but there's no female characters. Like what I'm saying is that in anime, uh, honestly, because in anime there's like the whole like the high school girl or you know, the beautiful woman, basically that the you know the sort of uh, the sex appeal, if you will, that they put into there's into shows, you know, there's fan service and whatnot. There's none of that in Cromartie high school because all the characters are guys. However, one of them is based on Freddie Mercury. So there is that. <laughs> I yeah. love those, the, those memes where they say what, um, 
what they think men want and it's like you know beautiful woman fast cars that what men really want is like jojo's bizarre adventure you know uh oh yeah the de- the live action death note uh netflix series is uh had a second trailer or something dropped recently yeah I- i'm afraid of this netflix series yes <laughs> By the way, if you guys if you guys haven't subscribed to Duo Reviews, um, he's like obsessed with Death Note, and I absolutely love him for it. <laughs> um, I, I was in a podcast with him and uh, Mister Nice Guy a while back. Anyway, he's a good guy. You should check out his channel. Let's see. So you have WB Japan right commented comments. I love that studio. Yeah, okay. but their Japan branch. Well, for some reason, our branch wants to shove. We have a music studio. See, see, listen, listen. Um, what they're doing with what they did with Death Note. What they're doing with Joe, with uh, Part Four of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Even though I feel like they should have the hair colorizations as needed, but oh well. Wait, what are you talking about? You talking about the live action adaptation of? JoJo's Jojo, Bizarre Adventure. Oh, uh, yeah, Diamond's yeah, Not okay. Breakable, Unbreakable, what, whatever you want to call it. Just Diamond, I think it's Diamond is Unbreakable, I think is the title. Some thing on the license, sir, they either go with the music title or they don't go with it, so who knows? Are you talking about that song by Soundgarden? I think so. I'm not Soundgarden. No, um, not Soundgarden. I think it's stupid that they censored yeah, echoes of all words, but... Is it Soundgarden? Savage Garden. Savage Garden. I was gonna say Soundgarden is the 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 Me. band before um, Rage Against the Machine and Audio Slave. <laughs> yeah, Savage Garden, which is a bizarre choice for. Um, hey, hey uh, for describe, the, describe that era of the nineties. Hey, you know what? Uh, it's fine with me. It's just that. Let me just say the, the greatest anime like song choice ever was the ending to to the first jojo series not not the first animated one but the the phantom blood or whatever um the uh the song by yes roundabout it's the freaking best song ever uh to, to like western song to end up in an anime hands down. once then one summer later the lead guitar so that band dies oh god no <laughs> is that true well yeah or um, I think one of their guitar guitarists died. I want to learn how to play that song and walk around Anime Expo looking for um, looking for drama happening, just so that I can walk into people fighting and start playing the the JoJo, um, yeah, oh, the, yeah. The, the to be continued song that they always play at the end of every episode. Anyway, well, you're in the state that has a. That, that's known to have uh, music artists everywhere. I think. I don't know. I'm over here in the Kings. Yeah, I was going to say, is California like that? And it's like, I, I guess, yeah. I feel like New York probably has more music artists everywhere. But yeah, I guess, I guess Hollywood area does have a lot of street performers, yeah, but probably not as much as New York. I don't know. I haven't been anyway, to Nashville, um, so I can't really say too much. So here's, here's a good question. Uh, Solus Yuri says, when you guys um, start a new series, do you ever skip the intros or do you watch them? 
I make it a point to at least watch it once. Uh, if I love it, I'll watch it anyway, like every time. Um, my Lately, I've been watching it every time because my DVD remote on um, on my DVD player at home, uh, I guess the batteries got corroded and the skip button doesn't work. <laughs> um, Ooh, looks like the yeah, well, um, it, the the buttons on the remote don't work, so I, I have to watch them. But normally, uh, I like to get through the opening and the ending at least once so that I I've, can say that I've heard them and seen them, you know. And then I'll skip the opening and ending because if you skip the opening and ending, you can fit three episodes in an hour, right, rather than, you know, two and a little bit extra, you know, two and some change, I guess. Um, so if you can get three episodes per hour, then it's really easy to gauge how much time you have to watch anime, how many episodes you can get through. Um, it's, it's really beneficial for me. Um, cause that extra amount of time you save when you marathon something allows you to, yeah, you can, you can just utilize your time wisely, basically. So I, I like to skip them if, if that's an option, um, you know, when my remote works, if, if uh, if I like it, uh, yeah. If I've seen it and I don't feel like I want to keep hearing it again, because some shows like you, you just can't help but uh, like, for instance, um, School Rumble or Escaflone. Like th those opening and ending themes are so catchy, you can't, you just can't skip them. You know, you have to sit through them. And you get like these. What in the hell does this have to do with the show? Like with like Gundam Wing. Like you watch the Tsunami one, if it's the show. But you watch the original one. The princess is wrestling tigers and lions and wrangling elephants. What 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 is this? Wait, are you talking about like the the visuals or the the lyrics? The visuals that they use. The lyrics fit the show. What's which one? Which versions on the Bandai Anime Legends set? Because that's the one I have. I believe that. If I recall right, that should be the the Japanese. Okay, so I don't know if I've ever it, seen the English one. Uh, for me, when it comes to watching a show, normally I'll just let it play. But if factors of tiredness, I want to go to the next episode, or if I have like the uh feeling and skip it, yeah. I'm gonna skip it. There's something else that I've noticed. It's hard to get a universal remote. Like when Bayer Shack went away trying to find these things has gotten harder. Granted, I don't know that many aside from myself and a few others, I don't really know that many that can program program <laughs> yeah. the remote to a different device, but yeah, yeah I think that would be more than plenty out there. But now it's just you'd kind think, of yeah, you're right. Like that's that's kind of funny. I never didn't really think about that. I'm, um, I'm debating old, on old keeping my says, cable remote for this. Hold on, people are going to want to hear this. Uh, old man says there's a copy of Rosen Maiden box set for the, the 2009 box set used very good for 2.99 plus 3.99 shipping on Amazon right now. Says he's on page 133 on Amazon, sorting anime from highest to lowest. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Sort lowest to highest, and it's probably on page one. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll find some people who sell uh, single volumes for a penny. Oh, dude, I bought, I bought all of uh, Sayuki for a penny each. 
yeah, for some reason when ADV Films shut down, there was this magical time when you can buy a bunch of their library for like super cheap. Oh, dude, I I didn't. I thought it was just because Sayuki is a garbage show. I hate that show. Um, I hate all shows. Let me. I kind of skipped over this with Black Butler. First season is kind of pederastic Fujoshi bait. And what I mean by that is that it, it kind of, it's like teasing you with this relationship between the, the master Butler relationship between a young boy and this like sexy player demon character. So, but, uh, but as I said, season three is great, but Sayuki's, kind of the same way where it's like it's the show is designed to to get girls to to you know that sort of fujoshi bait uh another show that's like that is um get backers like oh i just cringe throughout that but i thought like i said i thought that sayuki was just terrible and so that's why it was selling for a penny i wish i had taken advantage of more of that when when uh adv went out of business because you're right like a lot of it was just like so dirt cheap in fact um, my friend Jake, who who I mentioned earlier, I went over to his house one time, um, and uh, his mom's friend was there, and she had boxes upon boxes upon boxes in the in their entryway for some reason, and I I peeked into it. They were all ADV um, titles, and uh, I was like, what the. You know, she. I guess. I guess she acquired a bunch of them, and she was gonna like sell them on an eBay show or something. And I'm like, "Where did you get all these ADV titles?" She's like, "Oh, you know about ADV." Like, so I took a look. Um, unfortunately, she only picked up the live action stuff. So it was a bunch of seasons of Andromeda and a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, I don't want any of this. <laughs> Andromeda was done by Jim Hintz. No, uh, guy who did Alien. Ridley Scott. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan of sci-fi. Um, I, I don't like I don't like the Jim Henson sci-fi that they released. That's another story. All I right. like Alien. Has anybody seen Alien Covenant? Is it worth it? Which one's that? Five or four? It's the most recent one. The one after. The one after Prometheus. There we go. Yes, Rosen Maiden is a good series. Watch Rosen Maiden. Yeah, everybody should see that. Um, I've been talking to uh, uh, somebody else who I don't think is watching right now about um, I, I need to find out which box set it is that comes with like because I've got the Genion box set that has that beautiful suede sort of a uh, red box set with the gold trim. Um, and I guess it's missing some OVAs or something. I think there was a, a a more recent box set that came out that has like there's like another series of, I don't know I, I I've got to get on that at some point and figure out what I'm missing and how to get it and stuff. Um, so Soul Series says that uh, they usually skip the intro and end for a different reason because for me it's because in some anime they kind of spoil some of the future yeah. events, but for shows like Lucky Star they watch. Yeah. Lucky Star is a great example of, of when that that was a brilliant choice with Lucky Star. Uh, and I'll get into that in a minute. But first so of all director you're right. changes. You're well you're right with uh um with them spoiling things. Uh Future my, Diary was one that was pretty bad once you figured out what they were symbolizing. Oh yeah. 
I haven't got, I haven't watched. Uh, that's something that's on my plate. I want to watch that with my wife though, so I haven't started it yet. Um, but uh, well, Future Diary uh, can be as good as it wants to be, but Funimation ruined that box set by putting the stupid uh, hex going the wrong way. But I I understand why because it's kind of the theme of the whole box set being upside down. But anyway, um, I lost my train of thought. Shoot. Oh, uh, so yeah, I, I agree that they can spoil things, but the way I sort of have convinced myself to look at it is that this is the way it was intended to be viewed. You know, like this is the way that the show is meant to be like, sometimes, sometimes you're supposed to have things teased at you. Um, you know, cause it's actually very rare that they actually full on spoil things. Like they're actually one of the seasons of Dexter, that they put out on DVD, they put a promo for it at the beginning of the DVD that was unskippable that ruined the ending for you. <laughs> like, ridiculous. But, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I feel like a lot of times it's kind of nice to have those thoughts in your head like, oh, is this character finally going to show up? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So, so that's why I usually watch them uh, rather than skipping them. But to go back to Lucky Star, for anybody who hasn't seen it, which I've actually only watched like the first three episodes, but I know about the endings. What they do for the endings is they do a karaoke where the characters in the show are singing the endings from a different anime. And it's brilliant. They have like one of the episodes, Konata sings um, Chala Head Chala, which is the Dragon Ball opening. Brilliant. I love that song. I love the way that she sings. She gets so into it. Uh, or, that's so, such a great idea to how, how they ended people that show. really correct you that happens through half the show the okay. other half if you remember Lucky Channel you have the Sundere and then you have the Kong guy they uh, take I've the only Kong seen the guys. first like, two episodes oh the Kong guy yeah, okay. the character yes okay. yeah. they take him and do some wacky hijinks okay. in live action Okay. <laughs> so many director changes in that show. But it happened. It worked out for the better. The old man knows what I'm talking about. Not that I'm not a moderator in the chat. Oh, <laughs> he, yeah, because I didn't know, I didn't know what your your account name was until tonight. Hold on, let me... Can you, can you comment something so I can just do it quickly? Just comment anything. There you are. So, okay. Wait. Oh, here. There it is. There's the uh, buttons to do it. Uh, add moderator. Well, but okay. You're a moderator. Really should yeah. keep, I really should keep calling you AC instead of you. <laughs> that was um, a two-way conversation. But. Yeah, we, uh, we've decided that I'm AC for Anime Collector and Augie's OG for Otaku Gangster. <laughs> I am, I am an OG, but uh, <laughs> let's see. Looking, All right, let me let me get caught up on guy, There's some good, guy, there's some good so. topics here. Um, okay, so hang on. Sayuki is getting a new anime. Oh yeah, I'm so excited about that. No, <laughs> no, I don't want to have to buy that. Although I will say that ADV did a great job packaging uh, all those different sets. They they do look nice. They they the way they handled it. Um, uh, Danny says he always watches the whole disc to make sure there's no problems with the disc itself. That's a valiant, you know, mm -hmm. approach. Um, 
Solo series says, when I watch Attack on Titan, I never thought about their OP as much till I watch Mother's Basement channels. What's in an OP series where you explained uh, the uh, apparently uh, huh, interesting. Um, I I know of Mother's Basement. I can't remember if he's going to be at Anime Expo this year. Uh, I haven't watched it, but um, I will say that uh, that I was talking about Duo Duo reviews earlier. Uh, his channel did some amazing breakdowns on the music of Death Note, uh, which is actually what made me really fall in love with the channel. So if you like if you like people like breaking down music, you should check out uh, L. I think it's L's theme or Light's theme. I forget what he does. He does a really great breakdown on that. He also does a review of Boku no Pico. So if you're interested in seeing that, go check that out. <laughs> or not a review, but like he, like a psychological study into it. <laughs> um, a year ago, they had a special at Taco Bell with that show. What? They had a Taco Bell Japan had a special with that show. So for limited time, you can have some Boku no Pico de Gallo with your tacos. Are you serious? I'm serious. Let me get the A and N article, and I expect that topic to come up tonight. That's hilarious. Oh, and be before anybody ever suggests that I do a review on it, this is a promise. I will buy that show as soon as it comes out on DVD in America, which will probably be never, okay? Don't <laughs> test. Do not test Mother Nature. Her, her slaps are a bitch. No, I, I want to have it. I, want, I like having a collection filled with bizarre, weird things, you know? Mm -hmm. that, that makes the list, you know? Uh, let me just get through this. Okay, so uh, old man says lowest to high. Oh, low, yeah. Okay, so we're going back to the Amazon sorting it by low size because it's all Funimation ADV surplus DVDs that you get from Rice's Broken Band. Yeah, um, but the fact of the matter is that you're at you're at two ninety nine already. You're basically at the lowest range here on like the last page. Um, uh, FDDO says I hear it sucks with everything but the effects and shooting. Oh, Alien Covenant. Okay, thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. Okay, <laughs> I'll take that about. back. It was a joke. Oh, it was a joke? Yeah, yeah that sounded a joke. like a joke. I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. Right. 2015 got me. Fake news, got guys. Me on that one. At, at least we own up to it, unlike CNN. So Lucky Star's live action bits were awesome. FDNM says, I agree with the opening spoiler thing. Actually, uh... I am, or uh, what is? What are you trying to say there? <laughs> Openings spoiled each of the new Monster Girls that came in. Okay. Um. Yeah, I you know I I disagree. I think I think that most of the time shows will, like I said before, they they they're setting the atmosphere that they want you to experience the show in. So I think more often than not, it's better. Um, there are some times, like I it described with that Dexter DVD, where it just totally threw everything off. So this is the question I wanted to get to. So um, I actually thought about talking about this today, so I'm glad you brought it up, uh, Danny. Danny says, greatest openings and endings animation and music-wise. Uh, like, So what are, what are some of our favorites? We'll get to that in just a minute. Um, that mecha guy says, I'm looking forward to AX. Same here. Um, you just came in uh, at 11.15. I'm looking at your comment. So I just want to let you know, and I'm going to reiterate for anybody who came in a little bit later. 
Uh, I'm going to go to AX Day Zero tomorrow. Uh, probably sometime between one and three is when I'm planning on getting there. Um, I don't need my badge because I've already I got the premium pass, but I discussed it earlier on why I have to go anyway. Uh, I'm going to actually try to do a fan meetup um, with Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, so if you're there tomorrow and you want to, you know, grab a drink or something, we're we're going to do something. So just. Uh, um, you know, follow me on Twitter and turn on like notifications so that so that when I tweet, you get a, a notification you know, to make sure you don't miss it. And I'll I'll let you guys know when I'm going to be there. So, uh, Danny says he enjoyed the Lucky Star ending, and you say <laughs> I am Augie. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, I guess that's important that people know um, when they see you commenting as uh, Jabu JB. Um, I think it's all the same for Okay, yeah, it's gonna be a bootleg. There, that that show is not gonna get released over here. Um, you at least playing with the witch's fire, don't get burned. Well, I'm just gonna say again, I want to own it, so I'm not playing with the fire. Okay. <laughs> so some people said the same with School Days, and ironically, ADD said they would never release. Uh, what's that one called? Igarashi. ADV didn't release Higurashi. Sorry, Sentai Film Works. I'm sorry. Oh, well, Genion released it originally. Higurashi's great. Um, okay. Oh, actually, I Am is the name of the show. Okay. Okay. See, I I'm, put put shows in quotations like you did. That that makes it easier for me to understand. Uh, Go yeah, ahead and get that if you have it. Say what? Go ahead and get that if you have it. Oh, is it out? Uh, yeah, I yeah. Disco Tech released it. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out if I if I see it. Okay. All right. So um, now that I'm caught up, let's go back to uh, to Danny's uh, thing about greatest opening and ending animation. Let's I'm gonna see. pull up. I I better not accidentally. Uh, don't exit. Don't exit. Don't leave me alone. Oh wait. FDDM sent me a link on on uh, Twitter. What was that? Oh, okay. No, no, no that's for something. I, I just remembered what we were talking about. Yeah, why he sent me that. Um, that's for something else, uh, unrelated to the to, tonight's podcast. Um, okay, so I have a I have a playlist I call best theme, and I'm gonna just turn down my sound because I don't want to get a copyright strike if I accidentally click on one of these. Uh, so what do you go over uh, some of yours uh, first, Mikey? All right, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to say anything that uh. Project Jam's ever done, and anything done by uh, Megumi Hashiabara. So there's your 90s and okay. early oohs. So Project Jam does the opening to One Punch Man, right? Yes, and a whole bunch of stuff. Really? What else? What, give me a couple examples. Better Man. Sorry, Soul Taker. Soul Taker. Soul Taker. I was gonna say Better Man. That show sucks. Better, Soul Taker's got a great opening. Yeah, um, that's them. Uh, any of the going to video games. Any of the uh, darn it, Super Robot. Super Robot Wars. Yes, they do all uh, of the stuff for them. Uh, I didn't realize they had such a. And then the other one you said was Megumi something. Ashiyabara, the voice of female Rama in the inverse. The '90s. So give me give me some of the some of the type the anime openings that they've done that that she's um, done. Okay, uh, all cur- cultural, all purpose cultural cat girl nuku nuku. Nuku nuku. Okay. 
Slayers. I can't, think, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Oh, somebody asked uh, a long time ago if we had seen Slayers. I own Slayers. I've seen some of Slayers. It's another show that I plan on giving it some time to actually enjoy it. You know, rather because a lot of times when I watch anime, I'm just putting it on in the background and uh, and getting some work done. You know, um, and I and I'm I'm half experiencing it. I'm not getting to really invest the time to sit down and you know enjoy it you know so that's, that's one of those a, where i want to AC, do that. you're going about the wrong way that's a show that you can sit down and just enjoy um yeah. i've seen all the tv series and ovas i just haven't seen all the movies yet i okay. wish that they released more of the light novels over here and i say it's profitable everyone else is laughing at me when i say that but who knows i don't know i'd have to see the show to feel like I could weigh in on that. Uh, I just remember that uh, they have an episode with uh, um, that fish character. What's his name? Nunza? You're not that yeah, far Nunza, into the right? show. Well, I, I, think, I just, I, I, I have seen one. the episode where Nunza, uh, they just decide to eat him. <laughs> so I, I just, that's, that's, two or that's, three. Yes. Yeah, no, that would have to be, uh, add to that. It has to be four or five. So here's here's some of my top songs from anime in my playlist. So the opening to Fist of the North uh, Fist of the North Star, Ayo Tori Modose, definitely one of the best anime songs that's ever been made ever. Um, I've got a bunch of music by Nujibes from Samurai Champloo, such as Ask. Um, they did was that a Sanctuary Ship is another good one from that show. Uh, the opening to Kino's Journey. All the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure songs, uh, the opening to Cardcaptor Sakura, stuff from Ozamanga Dai is pretty good. Uh, oh, Origin Spirits of the Past has a song called Chowa Oto with Reflection. It's literally the only reason you need to see that movie uh, is because the song in the trailer, and it's that don't, good. Don't it's spoil a- it too much. That was one I suggested. I know, but just that song, just the song is that good. Um, I've got. Um, uh, Chrono no Yasa Shisa from Chrono Crusade is a. Uh, it's like I think that if I'm not mistaken, that song's all piano, but it's great. Um, the opening to Space Adventure Cobra. Let's see. Uh, Dame, yeah. one of the openings to Rurouni Kenshin. Kind of um, said, uh, "Great teacher on Zuka." No, I've got that in here. I, I've got a lot in here though. Uh, but Areca Seven has a lot of great music. Uh, Deeper Than Words is another song from Samurai Champloo uh, that I've gotten here. Doll from Gunslinger Girl is a great song. Uh, and then I, what I think, this, okay, so probably the best opening theme song, a lot of people will say is Outlaw Star. I agree. That's a great opening theme. Um, Drifting Sky Hurricane from... Uh, um, before people bash us, it's through the night. That's the opening. Through the night, yeah. From Outlaw Star. Drifting Sky Hurricane is from uh, Orgus. I, I love that song. Uh, I also love the opening to Or Battler Dunbine. By the way, um, I think this playlist, I, I have a video version of this playlist. I think it's public on my channel. Um, I'll, I'll check right now. So you guys can actually just go to my playlist and see and listen to half of these songs. Um, but I'm actually really interested. I'm going to double check and set it to public if it's not. 
but I'm actually really interested in uh, uh, hearing it, you know, suggestions. I, I'd like, I don't just want to hear suggestions because this chat's not going to get saved, but if you guys wanted to send me like what your playlist of, of great anime music is for a long time, I picked up shows because I'd heard the songs from them and I loved the, th the, the songs that were um, in there. So, um, Oh, I just hey, noticed Larry. I didn't put, I didn't put episode two of the podcast in the, in the podcast playlist. Uh -oh. Um, just a quick comment yeah. to our fellow FDDNM. When I mentioned Sentai, I was in a Sentai panel in, mm -hmm. at AWA, and the HR League said that to us. So, oh well, it's released. Regarding, regarding um, Sentai was never going to release uh, Higurashi. Oh, Higurashi. Okay, so I just checked, and I it's on my it's not on the Anime Collector channel that I have that playlist. It's on my uh, my main channel that I browse YouTube with. I'll have to I'll have to move it to the Anime Collector channel. Um, so let me get let me get back to uh, uh, loved Higurashi. Funimation said, uh, "Okay." You didn't mention uh, City Hunter in the openings. Oh, I, I've got um, Angel Heart is even better than the City Hunter one, in my opinion. Uh, so a bunch of music from Ghost in the Shell um, and Standalone Complex, especially. Fool's Paradise from Trigun is one of my favorite songs. Um, That's the ending theme, isn't it? Yeah, it's the, the instrumental one. I've got the, uh, the God Hand English theme. Have you ever played God Hand? That, that name comes up a lot. I have not played the PlayStation 2 God okay. What else does that mean? Because you see that a lot in translation as well. I don't Japanese. know. But, is that some if, sort of Shindu? If I ever I did... Religion, I if I ever did play um, games on this channel, which I probably wouldn't do, um, but if I, like, on, on the Anime Collector Twitch channel or something, if I ever did do, like, a, hey, let's just relax and play i would definitely play god hand that'd be a, such a fun game uh to play on on stream uh the hey, opening if you can ever figure this out i would gladly play legends of the mystical ninja with you oh yeah i i've never played that um i I'd actually like to play that though i've seen the anime or at least i own the anime uh guns and roses the opening to bacano which is one of the greatest that that is one of the best openings in terms of how um how how much of a tool it's used to help the audience in the story because if you've ever seen the opening to Bacano it introduces you in every single episode to all the characters and that show it's really important for you to enjoy it to know what's going on and who the characters are and it's so nice that they constantly are letting you know okay so when they when you hear them talk about this character it's this guy you know just to remind you and it's it's such a great way that they handled it um so I've got uh, the opening theme to Toriko. One of the opening, uh, one of the lyrics in that song is "Eat a Mountain." One of the best, one of the best lyrics of any anime ever. Uh, oh, the opening to uh, Armored Trooper Votoms. Um, Votoms. I I wish more of that would be released over here. However, that's so confusing. How good that show was. That shocked me. Oh, Hajime no Ippo's opening and ending themes are also really good. And then I said earlier, June uh, from Cromarty High School. 
and let's see, I'm, am I, I've got, oh, I'm only halfway. I'm going to, uh, so the opening to Macross. Oh, this is, okay, seriously, guys, look this song up later. Like an Angel from the anime Mermaid Forest. Such a great song. Uh, let's see. Escaflone has great opening and ending. Uh, the opening and ending to Licensed by Royalty is pretty good. Oh, Red Garden's, uh, the, the anime Red Garden, Oh My Juliet. That's a great song. Uh, the School Rumble has great music. Uh, the music from Macross, Macross Plus. Um, Full Metal Alchemist has some great songs in there. Uh, 12 Kingdoms has a, the entire soundtrack to 12 Kingdoms. Is, is You got to get it. It's so good. Um, you haven't mentioned Tenno Tenge yet. You mean Tenjo Tenge? Tenjo Tenge, however you pronounce it. Tenjo Tenge, I like the TV size version of Bombahead better than the full version, personally. That's the opening theme. But I like the ending theme, Aishite no Moto. Pardon, Aishite ne Moto. Is that, okay, anybody out there, is Aishite ne Moto, is that Love Me More or. I always heard it as a as a request. Uh, I meaning love, shite meaning the act of love, uh, and then nemoto meaning more. So I always read it as this is a like a command or a request, like love me more. But my my wife said it the other day, and I and it was uh, she said it in a way that sounded like it was um, like to love even more like for the like the the speaker to like saying like i love you like love you even more i don't know anyway i'm just curious what you guys think um anyway i'll, I'll have to get the playlist put up i don't want to waste the whole time just going through this and and looking and saying oh i like this song um the opening to gun frontier comes up though that's a good one um uh, just gonna oh waltz from gonkutsuo really like that one and yeah, and I'm gonna end it there. But uh, anyway, yeah. So let's see. Oh, we're doing. Yeah, we're doing. We're doing the so Solus Yuri. Yeah, we're doing anime. Oh, you're asking. Yes, if you guys, if you guys have music from anime that you think would be like, I should add to my playlist of the best music. Uh, I'd love to hear it. Um, I'd love to hear your suggestions and stuff. And um, if you could send it, you can send it here. But again, the, this chat is going to get removed once once the uh, stream is over. So I might lose track of it. So I'd prefer it either on Twitter, on Facebook, or as a comment on the video once the video is post, you know, once it's done, you know, once it's uh, um, published. Because what it does is YouTube keeps this video as a stream and it, it retains the um, the URL, but then it has to process and then publish the video. So um, just in the future, if you guys ever wanted to send me like your list of your favorite songs and stuff, I'd love to, to see it. And um, try if you can to include not just, I mean, I'd, I'd prefer it to be, here's the name of the song uh, and, or, you know, it's the opening slash ending or whatever of this show rather than here's the song and here's who sings it because then it's harder for me to, to know what it's from. Cause I'm, I want to use this as a means to hear great music and also go out and check out shows that I otherwise haven't picked up yet uh, because I didn't, you know, know about them or whatever. So 
But on a serious note, uh, since this question was on the fly, would y'all like for me next time to give a, ser a much, much more uh, individual list of songs that songs from shows that I, that I enjoy? Please I comment, wish, yes or no. I wish maybe sometime we should go on on Twitch and do this uh, because I think we could get away easier. Uh, or like Facebook Live, we could do a, a broadcast to Facebook Live um, where we could get away with actually playing clips of music, you know? Because on YouTube, uh, uh, they'll take down the video, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see in the future. <laughs> um, I mentioned earlier about the voice acting thing. Uh, one of the yeah, reasons Neil, why... Neil Needleman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons why I'm hesitating to do the voices right now it's like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, no, so doing that voice gets loud. Spot. Yeah, I put you on the spot there. It's all right. Um, yes, but not two hundred songs. I'm not a playlist. Uh, just just throw out a couple that you like. You don't. I don't. Yeah, you don't yeah. even do a, uh, what I actually did at one time was um, I go to okay, so I. I am like neurotic about this. Um, on my iTunes, I this is. I'll, I'll see if I can show you because I, I I've synced my entire iTunes library to uh, to my phone here because I, I went out and I, I bought a new phone this year and I got the largest hard drive. So I have. Oh, can you even see this? No, you're gonna have to dim no. your. Uh, dim. Yeah, if I dim it, yeah, that's a good idea. I'll dim it. Let's see, maybe you can. Because other than that, it looks like you're like the train from. Okay, that's, that's, better. Better. that's better. Okay, I'm gonna click on mine so it stops jumping to you. Uh, click. There we go. So this one says media. So if you click on that one, I've got anime, games, movies, and stuff. Oh, let me you let me dim read. it even more. You don't have to narrate. I'll dim it all the way. All the way. All the way. Yeah, that's better. Okay, so then I've got anime, right? And these are these are playlist folders, is what this is. And then I've got in the anime here, I've got Agent Ika, Air Gear, Aishi Teru's a Baby, Akira, Angel Heart. These are all playlist folders, right? Or Battler Dumbine. So then I like like I'll click on. Let me go to one that'll have subfolders in it. Uh, like for instance, maybe oh, I guess not that one. Oh no, no, yeah, Bubblegum Crisis. So I'll click on Bubble. Get out of here, Lou. <laughs> I'll click on Bubblegum Crisis, and then in this Bubblegum Crisis playlist folder, it'll have a playlist for Bubblegum uh, Crash. Is that what that says? Bubble, uh, Bubblegum Crisis. And then the other show, Bubblegum Crisis Tokyo 2040, right? So then I can click on the show that I want, and I have all the music I have from that show. Now, on the phone, this kind of sucks because um, – you have to go all the way into that playlist to finally get to the song. But on actual iTunes, all you have to do is click on the anime playlist folder that all this stuff is nested into. And basically it gives you your an entire iTunes library of just your anime music, right? It's fantastic. I love, I love having that option. So what I'll do is I'll, I go to my anime list like that and then I sort it by, um, by number of plays and i can see which songs that way algorithmically i guess which songs i like the most you know 
Can you show us the phone again? Yeah. What's up? Let's see if I can just see it. Ah, there we go. Oh, you wanted to see yourself pop up? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because All over I, the world. Yeah. He sent me a tweet and it popped up on the <laughs> on the notification up there. So we've been speaking seldomly about Battler or a Dumbine and Garzy's Wing. In my opinion of the shows, they're both known for their dialogue at both ends of the spectrum. One of one of my all-time favorite animes ever. Not even not even speaking ironically, like that is I or Battler Dunbine has a place in my heart. You know, I love yeah. that show. Garzy's Wing has some of the greatest uh, freaking lines I've ever heard. Uh, like such as one of them that comes to mind is, "If you smoke or eat it, you get happy and do strange things." <laughs> people are dead when they are dead. Yeah, no people. People are people die when they're killed, or people are people are yeah. And th there's all those there's there's like those whole all those compilations of that. Like um, he wouldn't die even if you killed him. You know. <laughs> Uh, I've heard the story for Guardian's Wing when it was being produced. The creator of Gundam was at a bar. He got drunk, wrote, wondered about the Dunbine series, and wrote the script, like jotted stuff on a bar napkin, and went after it. <laughs> um, yeah, with Dunbine, what amazes me is they have ADV produced the dub, released it, and had contests and giveaways for the show. Oh, really? And Hold on. Before like, you talk about that, let me just answer this question here. Solus Yuri says, can I list music from anime opening you haven't seen yet, or do you want to wait for that when you see the anime? No, go ahead, and I, I will I will be more likely to get to start watching that show if you send me the music ahead of time and I like it, okay? Um, yeah, Bleach has great music. Um, definitely. Yeah, I remember One from of the only uh, things I actually Mars like Joe. about that show is the music. Uh, Denwa Shite Darling ending song for Mini Goddess. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to check that out again. It's been a long time since I've seen that. By the way, Mini Goddess is the only one I actually liked from Oh My Goddess. Um, anyway, go ahead, mm -hmm. Augie. You were saying, uh, say that again about ADV talking uh, about yeah, the. Yeah, if you, if you read like the. Oh, hold on. I have it. I have the, I had the video stuck on me. Go ahead. Yeah, if you um, read like the. The manga, well, not the manga, the new type magazine that they had. Uh -huh. Some of the articles have like, yeah, it's on Tubi TV. Um, they had articles saying that they were give, doing contests for giving away certain volumes of the show. Uh -huh. Show, which worked pretty well for the first six or seven. Then they kind of stopped that and all of a sudden to finish that show became rarer. Or harder to get. Yes, volume eleven and twelve are. Uh, yeah, they're they're not easy to get your hands on. No, I mean if you I, have I remember struggling but... too, but I did yeah. finish that series. Even got the bootleg OVA. Actually, that's a that's an example of a show where um, there's there's actually something really bizarre that happened with that that I'm not going to get into that involves my other channel, but. Uh, that's a show where it took me a long time to get volume 11 and 12. Um, I, I watched volume one through 10, loved it. 
and then years went by. I bought 11 and 12 maybe a year after, but like it was two more years or so before I finally watched 11 and 12, you know? Um, and that's an example of why I like to own everything ahead of time before I start a show, because I can just sit down and go through the whole thing. You know, I don't okay. like stopping and starting it. It, it ruins the show for me. See, I think I need to get uh, Wings of Bing or I forgot what the title of that one was. It's Wings of Ring. Wings of Ring. And, and it's, it's not nearly as good as... Uh, no. uh, so the, the Bubblegum Crash song, what was that one called? Uh, uh, by Crisis? For Bubblegum Crisis? The, no, no, not... Um, there's Chase the Dream. Oh, man, it's got this... If You Know, I think it's... If You Know. Isn't that the name of it? Or is that from... Maybe that's from Tokyo 2040, because I do have that song. No, you know, is that's from... That's from that's from what I have listed as Bubblegum Crisis Tokyo 2040. I don't know if it's actually for there. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Continue. Um, well, that was about it for... Uh... Okay. Ballard Dumbine. How can we haven't mentioned Project Echo for music? And it seems to want to avoid that series for, for some reason. Do I? I don't. Mention, I don't really want to. Watching the movie, oh, maybe the, the only, watched it. The only thing I, I'll say about Project Echo, I, I liked it. I'll just say that I, I enjoyed it. Uh, the only thing I, I bring up about Project Echo, that's kind of like fun trivia, is that I think it was originally planned to be part of Cream Lemon, and then uh, I, I, I think it was pop chaser so it's a specific it was going to be a specific part of cream lemon if i'm not mistaken my my uh my all my research on that is tied to the bootleg series so it's kind of fuzzy okay. right now but um uh, like i said last time i remember uh, the guy's wife caught hold of what he was doing and on this project and punched his teeth punched a few teeth out so then he just made it to be project echo like it was Instead of a I've heard some interesting things about about creators in Japan who do the Arrow anime stuff, um, such as you know, because the thing is that uh, I tell me if this story is true. If anybody else has heard this story, because I I feel like looking back, I heard this story somewhere. And it was convenient, and I liked the story because it made me feel better about having watched and liked something. Um, but I heard that the creator of Kite and Mezzo Forte um, had gone to a bunch of different um, anime studios and pitched, like, here's what I want to do. Uh, this is the story I want to tell. Um, I created this. And uh, the anime studio said, you know what? This is a great idea, but you've like never directed anything before, and this isn't based on a manga. We don't know how well it's going to sell. Uh, it's not based on a video game. You know, we just uh, we don't want to take a chance, right? Um, and then eventually, he went to some hentai studios and said, "This is what I want to do," and they said, "Okay, add some sex scenes, and we'll do it." You know, that's that's the story I heard at one point, and because of how. Uh, conveniently, it eased my conscience back in the day of uh, of opening up my collection to these adult titles. Uh, I've I've just 
moved forward under that assumption that that was true. But I don't actually know if if I've got the story right. Um, does anybody know? Has anybody else heard that? Um, that sounds right because generally, like a lot of people going into animation over there, that's where they generally start or they start big than just to do something so they can retire. They end up in that industry. Yeah, you know, a, a lot of people. Um, hey, Solus Jiri, I got your tweets. Thanks. I'll, I'll definitely check them out. Um, uh, oh man, I totally just lost my train of thought. Booty booty. Oh yeah, it seems. <laughs> it seems like. Uh, it seems like a a lot of people um, work in the adult industry in Japan. I guess because there's work there, you know, mm -hmm. and they, they use a pseudonym, be they directors, be they animators, be they voice actors, whatever they are, uh, they work in these different industries and, um, and they, uh, I don't know. They just like, they start there and they, they get their start there and you can, you can really see it in, in cream lemon. Um, not necessarily the story of Ami, but like some of them like Pop Chasers and some of those ones, like these are great shows. You know, these are actually really entertaining and you can see how they started here and they, and then these directors went on to do other things, you know? Um, and, and it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to watch them. And then in America, uh, a lot of actors started like, um, uh, Jackie Chan, obviously this is, I shouldn't have said it in America, but Jackie Chan started, uh, he did like an adult film when he was starting out his career. So did Steven Seagal or not Steven Seagal, Sylvester Stallone. There um, you you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of actors do that for whatever reason. They that's well, I shouldn't say for whatever reason, obvious reason is that there's work there. You know, it's a way when you're starving in Hollywood, it's, it's uh, and you're at the end of your rope. It's a, it's an opportunity to not die. <laughs> so I guess that's the reason. Um, and just one anyway. day, just having a Jackie Chan collection, been showing people that very beginnings, which I thought his beginnings yeah. was uh, was working with Bruce Lee, Lee and all the stunt work and stuff. But he was in. Um, is he in Game of Death? Or no, he's in Fist of Fury yeah. with Bruce Lee. So Jackie Chan and Chuck Norris survived the, the wrath of Bruce Lee. Yeah. Word, ex, word escaped just barely. Yeah. Man, I miss so, Bruce Lee. He wasn't in that much. He did a lot of stunt work, though. He, I just miss him as a person. Not just his movies, but just the spirit he left behind. Like, they're just oh, yeah. not being... Here anymore. He was such an so, incredible guy. I feel like you're going. I feel like you're going to enjoy uh, Karate Master a lot more. Oh, I can't wait to start watching it. it. Oh, I would, uh, yeah. I, I he also I ran to the dish issues with the dawn around the dojos. Yeah. Well, let me uh, let me bring up real quick. Uh, I don't. I should have. I should have figured out what the movie was before the podcast. But um, hold on, I'm just adding. Since I missed that movie in the in the o OCA podcast playlist. I'm just getting them in here. Um, anyway, so I should have I should have looked it up. Um, is okay. Is there a way to search IMDb by two people's names and find out what movies they both were in? Because I was telling Augie 
that um, my my dad's a stunt. Um, he was a stunt man when I was growing up. Now he's a stunt coordinator, and uh, he was in a movie with um, with Sonny Chiba, who's the actor who plays the the lead in the Karate Master live action movies. My dad was in a movie where he fought Sonny Chiba because my dad's like a, a brown belt in jujitsu or something. Um, or judo, I can't remember which one it is, but um, I think it's judo. But my my right. dad fought him uh, in the movie, and he throws my dad over the the railing of a stairway, and my dad like falls and lands on a glass table. Um, I don't remember which movie it is, but I just remember growing up, my dad telling me that um, Sonny Chiba was so fast, and I've also heard this with Bruce Lee, and it's a lot more believable with Bruce Lee. But my dad used to tell me that Sonny Chiba was so fast they had to they had to have him slow down because the frame rate of the cameras, uh, you wouldn't even see him strike because his hand his hand would be here, and then instead of seeing like like the strike and then back, it would just be like frame one frame two it would look like his hand was going back they would just like whoosh, you know instead of instead of out and then back because of how the, the frame rate was working they were just so fast you just couldn't even see it and, you know i hate to go in this direction but did you see the uh, it's not rocky, not rocky. Uh, the creed movie like how they did the boxing match in that one is okay hey i apologize people we should be talking about that Oh, no, no, no. It is a martial art. I, I love the Rocky franchise, but I actually have only really sat... I know I've only actually sat through the first movie. Um, I've seen clips and bits and pieces of the other ones on TV, but I don't think I've ever actually sat through Rocky 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, you know. Uh, two, um, two's pretty good. It continues on. It does a good job continuing on. Mm-hmm. Rocky Three is just iconic. Rambo. I still haven't seen all Rambo. Uh, both three and four are just eighties iconicism. You can mm-hmm. critique the story however you want. And just you say those two movies. You are raised mm-hmm. imagining Mr. T and the Dolph other Lundgren. guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know that guy's like a. Uh, he has like a master's in like marine biology. Oh wow! Yeah, Dolph Lundgren is like he—he he looks like, uh, and he sounds like when he talks, especially in Expendables. He looks like Frankenstein, but the guy's like a, a scientist. Like he's a genius. That's crazy. Actually, actually, when you think about it, when it's an actor, a lot of those might be those honorary uh, degrees, like like how Trump got that uh, uh, that honorary doctorate degree so a lot of his supporters call him doctor president instead of mr president <laughs> anyway that's, a, that's another topic but I, that cracks me up so much uh i'm a big fan of shit posting i'm sorry guys <laughs> uh anyway so um uh what are we talking about so yeah you're bringing up creed though what about it um how they did the boxing tomography like during the match yeah, I actually I, I heard that was really good. I really want to see oh, it. Oh man, I, you can tell when they like the fighting's obvious, but like the pain and the amount of force going behind the punch and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. Oh man! Well, the thing about like a, the thing about Sylvester Stallone is that he actually hits people, and he actually gets hit in those movies. 
Well, yeah. It, it, whenever time he makes that movie, it's always this is the last one. It wasn't meant to yeah, be. Yeah, because he's getting too old. Yeah. Dude, in Expendables, um, he broke his neck fighting, was it Triple H who was in that movie? Wow. Um, triple, he got tackled towards the end of, of shooting. He got tackled by Triple H, and he broke his neck when he got tackled into a wall. Um, and uh, like it, it really made the, the filming a lot more difficult because uh, they had to – they had to really go out of their way to change things uh, to to be able to finish, you know, because he broke his neck, you know. Um, yeah. And again, and Jackie then, Chan has been through a lot of hell as well. Like most of his body yeah. isn't really part of his body. Oh, dude, um, Jackie Chan. So just to go back to to the stuff my dad's done. Uh, my dad worked on um, Rush Hour Two. He might have worked on Rush Hour One as well. I can't remember, but I know he worked on Rush Hour Two. Uh, you can actually see him in in the movie, um, uh, in the scene where Chris Tucker is on the uh, the craps table and he's swinging the the you know whatever the stick was for that table. Uh, people, my dad's one of the guys who like ducks his head out of the way um, when he's swinging. But um, Jackie Chan, that that movie in particular has some incredible stunts with Jackie Chan. But uh, one stunt that for whatever reason Jackie Chan didn't do uh is when he's got the bomb in his mouth and he's got the duct tape over it with the the blinking led light uh there's a scene where he like goes through a window uh and like lands on his back like he goes from the from the the viewing area of the casino on like the the second floor and he like goes through the window and he lands on his back or something for whatever reason he wouldn't do that stunt well Uh, maybe because his hands were duct taped i don't know one of the movies prior like back in the 80s one of them mm-hmm. that got him like royally messed up was Rumble in the Bronx I, may, I think so I'm not, That's I'm not sure um, you may have been that entry but there was one that he just had a horrible injury just going through glass and I messed him up bad but I wish I could cite which movie it was well, in Rumble in the Bronx he jumped he jumped a pretty good distance and he, he shattered his foot when he landed and he, his foot was broken throughout almost the whole movie of when they were filming and they made a sleeve, like a sock that went over the cast that looked like a shoe. <laughs> um, I know he, he, one of the crazy, it's funny because you, when you watch the stunts he's, he does now, like that scene in Rush Hour 2 where he jumps and he, he grabs onto the bars and he slides through that little tiny hole underneath the, um, like where, the, where you buy tickets or whatever. Like you just like, that's just nuts. Like how the hell did he do that kind of thing? But if you watch his old stunts, like in Police Story, you're like, that guy was legitimately insane with some of the stuff that he did where he's hanging onto the side of a bus, you know, what <laughs> the crazy stuff that he did in oh, that movie? Police story, Pol- dude. Police story is like his best work. So good. I the writing in really it. Like is- drunken, I really like Drunken Master. Yeah, yeah. Cutie Honey Thirty just brought up that one. Drunken Master's great. Um, all of them are good. The J- Jackie. Okay, well, let me. The tuxedo is garbage. Can we all agree? I haven't seen it. What okay, year did that tuxedo- come out? The problem with the... T- what? What year did that come out? 
that was like a more it wasn't it's not that recent uh but maybe like 2005 I don't know. Okay. It was an American. It was like a Hollywood thing. The reason why the tuxedo was bad is because it was the tuxedo that was a good fighter, not Jackie Chan. It's like he put on the tuxedo and the tuxedo made him a good fighter. That's what was bad about it is that the, the movie is better when it's him being that good. And for an audience, it's like, yes, we know that he is that good and we know that he could be doing these things, but I can't remember if they took it like a step further, like they were like going above and beyond with what the tuxedo could do, but it just, it cheapened it. It cheapened the awe of seeing him in action. Uh, so that one sucks. He was playing a detective and he slides down the line with a whole bunch of lights. That's, um, I think that's, that's the, police. okay. That's the ending that's to the, the first police story movie. He's like well, actually, he, he doesn't slide down a line. It's like a um, it's like a, a a a pillar that has all these lights on it, and he like jumps to the pillar and grabs on and slides all the way down it. And the lights, as he's going down, they they're they're exploding, like they're popping and breaking all the glass as he's going down. Um, yeah, that's a crazy movie. Hopefully, you can find that in the Jackie Chan collection. Yeah, you know that's that sucks. That the I don't think Police Story actually has one of the Police Story movies, at least, is only available in a collection or something. Like they don't have like a doesn't have its own its own uh, DVD. And another one um, is Operation Condor Hero or something like that. It's or Super Cop. No, it's Super Cop. Operation Condor Hero was Armor of God. Is the is the actual original one um super cop is uh police story four three i can't remember um i'm gonna see if i can find out um is there a way to search two people's names on imdb oh no my, my mouse is running out of battery Char changed the battery yesterday this can't be okay search two people on IMDb. See I know, I know. F D D. Common and, title. You know, we need we need F D D N M to uh, to guest um, on the podcast soon, so that we can start calling him by his first name, and then from now on just refer to him that way. <laughs> To say the thought Jackie Chan retired. Uh, okay, all right, dude. We'll we'll catch you later, FDDM. Um, uh, yep. The irony is we were supposed to only do this for like, like one. Uh, yeah, I caught I caught my hour. second wind. I caught my second wind. I knew I would eventually. Um. Yeah, we could we could do a full. We might we might we might do a special month of uh, where we watch like six Jackie Chan movies, have a podcast, then watch another six and have a podcast. That could be a fun. Possibly. Michelle, yeah, I was in Super Cop. Oh, here. Oh, I found it. I found it. Okay, I found a way to do it. Sonny Chiba. Oh, that's... I'm so glad this... this. Yeah, come on. Sonny... My mouse. I need to unplug it. Unplug it back in. Hang on. Oh, because his name is Shinichi Chiba? 
Hold on. Let me get my dad's name. I'll tell you which movie it was. Are you? What? Neither of these. <laughs> Hold on. Two people working together. That's what I wanted, right? There we go. That's that's my dad and Sonny Chiba. I could tell you what the name of the movie was. Was Sonny Chiba in Kill Bill? I would not know. I have oh, yeah, not seen it. I forgot. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find it. No results. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Hold on. Uh, you know, uh, IMDb. Did you know that IMDb is an Amazon company? Yeah. I that it's it's brilliant uh, because uh, no, because we, it's they have options to buy the movies and stuff on Amazon. But uh, I had no idea. I thought it had been around longer than Amazon. But I guess Amazon's been around longer than than a lot of people think too. So. I don't know. It's an Amazon company. Whole Foods. Great Space. Yes. Great Space. Whole Foods is an Amazon company too? Well, yeah, they bought Amazon bought Whole Foods. Let's talk about Great Space. Well, Whole Foods is so overpriced. That's it's like criminal how overpriced Whole Foods is. Is is it Whole Foods? What's the other one? It it might be Whole Foods. I'm pretty sure it's Whole Foods. I'm surprised with Whole Foods that they're able to price it and have their own brand of stuff to get that far. But yeah, well, Amazon actually—I mean, let's let's wrap it up here with the, with this talk. But Amazon actually has a uh, organic food delivery um, where you, in if certain areas where you live, you can actually have them ship produce to you. Anyway, um, <laughs> so Create Space—I want to actually bring this up. Um, God, I wish I was in my studio right now so I could actually show you guys. Uh, yeah, so I was going to talk about um, people were. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I want to talk about I want to talk about the Create Space stuff. So, um, Sony just released. Uh, is it Katsuhiro Tomo? Is that his name? He, yeah, memories, the anime Memories by. Oh, I, I, yeah, that, yeah. Here it is. Uh, Katsuhiro Otomo. Okay, so I, I couldn't remember if it was Katsushiro or Katsuhiro. Yeah, Katsuhiro Otomo. So um, go ahead and show that uh, to people real quick. Yeah, so um, Sony recently got the license for that, and they put it out again, but they put it out on a burn DVD, and people were talking about this in a Facebook group that um, that Augie and I are both part of, and uh, I wanted to make it a point to talk about this because there's actually something kind of odd going on with Sony's burn DVD releases because they're they're made through Create Space, and this is actually. One of the things that's been holding up the bootleg series for a long time has been me trying to answer this question um, and having to call all sorts of different 
things like eBay or not eBay, Amazon and CreateSpace. And I have to, I've talked, I've tried to talk to Sony, but I can't get through to them. But uh, anyway, I've, I've talked to Amazon over the phone. I've talked to CreateSpace over the phone. Um, eventually I got an answer I can live with, but for whatever reason, Sony's releasing these things on discs that like basically one of their major reasons, and I'm going to talk about this in the pod and the, I'm going to talk about this in the bootleg series as well. But one of the major reasons why anime companies don't typically release things on burn DVDs uh, is for, obviously there's numerous reasons, but one of the major reasons is because writable DVDs cannot be um, region locked or copy protected. Um, so because they can't be, copy protected or region locked uh you know a lot of a lot of japanese producers actually contractually obligate um distributors in america to to put those sort of um uh safety measures onto the the products that they release and the reason why actually these things are really easy to um to to crack you know um css protection which is the data encryption on a dvd has been compromised since like 20 years ago almost you know i think like 90 1998 maybe um so it's been it's been a long time that that's been compromised um right uh so so cutie honey 30 says chiba was a sort of he was yeah he was hattori hanzo you're right um yeah so um anyway uh so they don't usually use writable DVDs for that reason. And also because basically just to give you the bottom line, it's cheaper to mass produce pressed DVDs, which are the silver, you know, professional grade ones in larger amounts than it is to mass produce writable DVDs because um, it's not automated. You have to do it by hand, uh, copying all those discs using special machines and whatnot. And, um, because uh, because it's not profitable. So basically, when you're doing things short term with low with smaller quantities, it's cheaper to do it on a burn DVD. But when you're doing like let's say a couple hundred thousand copies, uh, it's way 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 cheaper to do it on um, mass production through professional grade press DVDs, right? Through a process called replication. Um, so. Um, the thing is that the sort of items that you're going to be able to produce and make a, uh, 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 a profit off of that are, um, on writable DVDs, it's kind of like you, you kind of have to hope that the product is going to fail in a way. Like you don't want it to sell too much because then you start losing money because you didn't replicate it you know um but what sony did is they used create space which is an amazon company um that that is used for things like novels like you could just write a novel and submit it to create space and create space will print a book every time an order is made and you'll get a a, a portion of the profit right uh they do the same thing with dvds so i have a bunch of documentaries uh, that this guy, I think I talked about them in the last podcast that William Inez, um put together these, uh, these anime, they're called anime related, um, is the, the name of his series. Uh, so he used create space to put those out, you know, kind of as 
kind of what I'm getting at. So Sony did this weird thing though, where the disc that they use are these really special discs that are somehow CSS protected and region locked. And the reason that a writable DVD shouldn't be able to be done that way, the reason that a writable DVD can't be region locked or CSS protected is because the data sector where that information is stored is in a part of the DVD that's not, it's outside of the writable area, right? So you shouldn't be able to access that stuff um, on a writable DVD, but somehow they did. You know, they use these, I, for, the answer that they gave me is they use these special disks uh, that that are called CSS disks, which I couldn't find any information on. I'm I'm thoroughly convinced that an engineer answered the uh, the ticket request uh, and gave me an answer that he thought would would satisfy me, so that they could move on and not have to answer the question anymore. You know, in a further thing because they couldn't they didn't know the answer. Because honestly, when I asked them about this, uh, I I showed them this is so complicated. I don't have the things to, to show you, but um, I showed them the stuff and they were dumbfounded that this was even something that they made. They thought that I was wrong and mistaken and they didn't make it until I, you know, actually took pictures of it and sent it to them. And then they were like, I don't, this makes no sense to me. So they sent it over to all these different departments. And finally, like I said, they gave me the answer that seemed like an engineer <clears throat> was just trying to give me an answer to, to shut me up and, and make me happy. But, um, but yeah, so I just wanted to mention that, that for whatever reason, Sony is using these really special discs and oh, man, the stuff that they put out actually i haven't even checked memories come to think of it i bought it but it's it's in my mailbox in arizona so i haven't actually checked it yet but they did um viper's creed ultraviolet code 044 and kurozuka are three things that they released on writable dvds that are these special weird writable dvds that are they're really expensive like they're charging a lot because of the fact that they have to, that they release them on burn DVDs. Um, I don't, anyway, I, I, I don't, I'm going to stop here just because the information I could provide is, it's like, I need, I need to be able to hold the stuff and show you for this to be worth even talking about. I shouldn't have brought it up, but um, also hey, if they can, if they can continue this, the world probably, we might be able to see a re-release of blood plus. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Oh, dude, I was going to talk about that too, but again, I don't have them with me. Some of the discs of my Blood Plus box set have this growth. It looks like um, in the in the replication process, they they press the information on and they coat it with uh, liquid polycarbonate. They do all this stuff. It looks like in the polishing stage on on my Blood Plus discs, they didn't get cleaned. All they didn't get the polishing solution cleaned off. There's this weird stuff on it that. I can't play the discs uh, because of I never noticed it until now. Um, yes, I do know about Valkyria Chronicles. I don't know why the anime hasn't come out over here, or I think either Game Two. You know, we got to why like, Game Three hasn't come out over here either. I thought the game sold well, but I don't know. I would have to ask Sega about that. <coughs> All right, oh, so. So review, review. You're going to get so for review, AC. You're going to go get this show tomorrow. Yeah. As well as this show. Yeah. You know we're not podcasting about it. 
they are going to also watch this show. Right. <laughs> as well as hunt this down to watch that show. Yeah, I have that. that, that that'll be easy for me. <laughs> it's too bad. I was really hoping we were going to watch Amon Saga. <laughs> I really want to see it again. Well, maybe next time or when it's your turn. Did you know that there's a um, Shin Megami Tensei anime? Why is Shin Megami Tensei sound familiar? It's a video game series. Is it the one that led to Persona Digital, 4? Digital yes, Devil yes, yes. It had a movie in the 80s, two, two full anime series in 2003 for the Game Boy Advance games. Okay, I forgot the, what else. Uh, hold on. Let me, I'll tell you what the anime was titled because it wasn't called Shin Megami Tensei or Digital Devil Saga. It was like Tokyo Revolution or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I was right. <laughs> well, I guess that's it then. I was looking it up. Um, anyway, guys, I think that uh, we should probably wrap it up uh, pretty soon. My stomach's been growling this entire podcast. I hope you guys haven't been listening to it. I hope my eatings haven't been interrupted. <laughs> stuff. Oh, anyway, um, so, yeah, just to recap before we wrap up, um, again, I'm going to be at Anime Expo Day Zero tomorrow. Between sometime, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wing it. I'm really going to wing it on what time it is. It's going to be, it's going to be rough because of rush hour traffic. Uh, going in and coming back. So I'm going to try to get there between 1 and 3 p.m. Follow me on Twitter if you're going to be there. Uh, and uh, I'm going to tweet out uh, Mr. Nice Guy and I, because he's going to be carpooling with me. We're going to just go grab a drink somewhere. And we're going to try to meet up with the other YouTubers we already know who are there. I know Lou Talks Anime is there. Uh, he went and got his tickets um, today. And we're going to go and uh, just try to meet up with them so that we can see them before AX actually officially starts. Uh, and also just sort of leave it open to the public so that, you know, you guys can come anybody who wants to, to meet up with us and uh, just have a drink, uh, maybe grab something to eat and uh, just sort of chat, you know, hang out. So um, there's that. And also if you guys haven't yet, please check out Mr. Nice guys channel and the spoiler podcast and help me get them to 2,000 subs because uh, uh, Mr. Nice Guy, um, well, first of all, Mr. Nice Guy got a copyright strike today, so he's kind of down in the dumps right now. Uh, so it really mean a lot to him just to just to get him over that edge to um, to 2,000 subscribers before Anime Expo uh, um, starts because that's kind of like a goal we were trying to hit for him and for Spoiler Podcast. So just go ahead and check them out. Tell them I sent you. And, uh, you know, see if, if uh, you subscribe to them for a while, see if you like their content. And, uh, yeah, I guess um, I'll see you guys uh, on the 13th of July for our next podcast. Um, and I'll try to get uh, – we'll try to work something out regarding the, this whole playlist thing uh, so that we can – talk about things sort of more briefly and provide for you guys a link. Oh gosh, or something. Oh, those of you guys who've been here the whole time, you're going to get a real treat. Okay. The bootleg series. I have an intro video. Oh man, I cannot believe I didn't bring this up until now. So I, I did a video that I have to delete later. Uh, 
um, well, I don't have to delete it, but I have to re-upload it because I noticed a mistake where um, something to do with, with the video editing. Um, if I don't even tell you what it is, you wouldn't find it, but it's to me, it's bothering me, right? Um, and I have to re-record the ending now because uh, they removed the ability to add annotations. So the, I originally uploaded it back when that was an option and I have annotations there, but now I can't do it for the upload one. So anyway, I'm going to have to change some things in it, but I want to give you guys the opportunity to watch that video. Okay. So the video is unlisted. I'm going to post it into chat right now, since we're wrapping up. Uh, it's the link is probably not going to let me, uh, post it but what i'll do is i'll just put a space between like the dot com or whatever and you'll just remove that space you know copy and paste it remove the space i'm also going to put the link in the description to this as soon as the video is done but it's going to take some time to process before it publishes so um, i wanted to let you guys have a chance to look at this video and provide me with some feedback i'm trying to uh, be a little bit less of a perfectionist with this series for the sake of actually getting it done because i've been working on it for so long and it's just you know there's a lot going into it. Uh, as you're going to see when you when you watch this video, uh, there are um, there are some uh, graphics that I generated for it, which this series is just going to require a lot of sort of that kind of work. Um, you know, just to visualize certain concepts I'm talking about. I just need to provide that stuff. So uh, anyway, <clears throat> I'm going to post it. Right now, I'm going to see if I can post it here. Paste, enter. Oh, awesome. Um, you're watching right now, right? You can see that that went through. Audie? Yes, that did went through. Awesome. Okay, so if you guys want to click that link now that we're wrapping up here and check out that video, you can. I'm going to also put it in the description for a while. But again, eventually that video is probably going to um, be deleted and replaced with a, a better one that I'm going to fix some problems I see in it. So. Um, anyway, anything else, Augie, before we uh, go to bed? Because my brain's kind of mush right now. Oh, now it's mush. Uh, well, for those those wanting to in, you are a big trooper. We appreciate you. Hopefully, hopefully, as more as we do it, the more entertaining we shall get. Um, be safe this week. Enjoy yourself. Get your homework done. Pay your bills. <laughs> And don't get caught not paying your taxes. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, and uh, if you want to guess in the future, you know, um, start a dialogue with us. As you've probably heard uh, throughout this whole podcast, I keep mentioning, like, I talk to FDD and M all the time behind the scenes. I talk to Danny all the time behind the scenes. Um, so if, you, if you're interested, if you've got a channel or whatever and you wanted to um, – join the podcast or if you know of another channel uh, people doing similar stuff to what I do uh, and you think it would be great for us to invite them on uh, I personally somebody I'd love, love to have on sometime would be B dub the anime master because uh, he's he's got a lot of great videos about um, you know collecting in the ADV days and stuff and just different stuff that's really worth checking out if you're if you've been collecting as long as we have um, but uh, Anyway, uh, until we uh, see you next time on the 13th of July, um, this has been the OCA Podcast. Thank you for watching, and we'll catch you next time. Stop broadcast. My